Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 52 of the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg, and the Age of Heroes has returned. We are on number 52. We are the first live show on YouTube. Hopefully y'all can join us sometime and check us out and talk to us. Almost uh, we like got... the uh, new 52, the rebirth, it kind of fits, you know? The new Favorite 52, number. we're starting new. That's right. <laughs> Worked out perfect. Worked out perfect. We got the whole crew with us tonight, though, man. You just heard him. Nathan, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How's uh, how's everyone doing? You know, feeling a little self-conscious, you know? Got that quarantine, uh, that quarantine muff and fruff going on there. But, you know, we're here anyway. Chris, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm here. I'm live, and I'm real when it's useful. Mm-hmm. Hey, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Katie, how you doing? I'm a little nervous, but you know what? It's okay. <laughs> I'm here. There you go. I made it. You're already doing fantastic. All you gotta do is show yes. up and talk. There you go. <laughs> yes, I do. Travis, what's up, buddy? How are you? Pretty good, Greg. Just still trying to come down from all the craziness that happened earlier this week. Uh, still think I'm kind of dreaming, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm going to stay high on that for as long as I can, brother. It has been an insane one. I think that I don't think I've been as happy as I was at a few moments earlier this week in a long, long time. So, uh, And then we got Sarah with us tonight, too. What's up, Sarah? Hi. How's everyone? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. You're all excited. Much, much, much to discuss. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you make up the complete Power Ranger group, so it's fantastic. We've got everybody here. Right. I love it. So, a real team. <laughs> um, but we've been talking all week long, and um, man, there has been so much news going on. But uh, I know before we even started uh, any collecting any news for this week, we had a topic we were going into, and that was Stargirl. And I know Katie has seen mm-hmm. all three episodes of Stargirl. The rest of us have got to wait two more days to see it. Um, I watched the first one this morning at about 6 o'clock in the morning. It was fantastic. But I'm going to toss the ball to Katie. And Katie, start talking to us about Stargirl. So, it, it, it's very good. Like it, it has been a while since I've watched the first episode. I did not watch it this week. I watched it a, boy, a month and a half ago. Uh, yeah, it, uh, I I do get early sneak peeks of all DC TV except what's on the CW. To her, Greg. I, I gotta do it sometimes, <laughs> you know. But uh, no, Star Girl. I think Breck Bassinger's absolutely amazing in the role. Owen Wilson's just fantastic. Luke so, Wilson, right? Luke Wilson. Dang it! I always do that. I do the same oh, thing. I'm sorry. We, really? I, I was saying for my own self. I was saying for my own self because I got. I was like, oh man, am I? Am I was thinking the wrong guy. Sorry, I just <laughs> I wanted to make sure. No, Luke Wilson. Uh, yeah, he, yeah Owen's he's the very wow good guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Owen from Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Say, uh, sorry, no, sorry, I don't sorry. think Owen Wilson's Dumb and Dumber was he? Mm-mm. Is Owen Wilson in Dumb and Dumber? I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Who's the other guy opposite That's Jim Jeff Carrey. Daniels? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little different. I oh. Newsroom yeah. guy. Newsroom guy, yes. <laughs> we just Anyways. got fucking wayside track. Sorry, let's go. Hey. <laughs> all right, I talk with my hands, guys. I mean, I get animated, so hey. you're going to see it all. Me too, Nate. It's okay. So you're Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Shaking my hands. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands right now. 
so what did y'all think of uh, her, like, just kind of jumping in? Well, okay, wait. I gotta figure out what if I'm like, going into spoilers or anything. Ah! Uh, can we just talk about the opening sequence? Holy yeah, God. there you go. That's a great that place was, to like, start. Just... Hey guys, I Thank actually you, watched this, and I said I wasn't going to watch it, and I actually watched it, and guess what? Like, I am very intrigued, and I will be watching the next episode. Yes. Like, it did It did a good enough job to hook me in, and I go, you know what? I want to see where this goes, because I'm, I'm, I'm liking where we're going. Yeah, I, I agree. That opening sequence was great. I know from what I've read, you know, this isn't the last we've seen of the JSA, mm-hmm. either in flashbacks or we're definitely <coughs> possibly seeing Alan Scott and uh, their version of Jay Garrick coming in. Mm-hmm. So, saw the helmet. Saw the helmet, yeah. Uh, man, how about Wildcat get kicked right through the fucking wall at the beginning? I was ooh, like, oh, right? man, really? <laughs> like, I was like, we're starting off with Wildcat going down. <laughs> but, but there's a reason. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 right. Right. Well, I I love the the Joel McHale casting too because for me honestly I think he should have been a superhero a long time ago. That was one of my fan castings for Hal Jordan. I think he would have played a great Hal Jordan. You know, he's got the smug kind of you know cocky attitude about him. You know, he's young enough. He's built like that was a fan casting me for Hal Jordan. But I will probably never see that now, especially. But I'm glad. He's in a superhero role. Mm, Well, Greg, he is in a superhero (laughs) movie, but it's a long time ago and a very, very minor role. He was the the banker in Spider-Man 2 when Aunt May was trying to get a loan. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, Useless information right here. (laughs) (laughs) Never useless. Um, No. But, Knowledge is power, my friend. That's yeah. the most true shit I ever heard in my life growing up. Well, and I think one of my favorite characters off right off the bat was the um, the staff. I, yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, yes. What? I like what they did with. The, I don't. Is that comic canon? Because like, I don't know. But like, but I thought that was. I thought that was a nice touch. If it's not, because I thought that was pretty cool. Did it kind of remind you of the carpet on Aladdin? Yeah, yeah, it reminded me. It reminded me more of uh, Doctor Strange's. Cl- yeah. cloak. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the cloak of levitation. Good. Mm-hmm. You can definitely yeah, tell. Je- to that. <laughs> you can definitely tell Jeff Johns' hands are all over this. This is, I mean, reading, I, I, you know, reading his run, his storied, storied run of JSA. It is. It is all over the place. This is this is a love letter, and I've been waiting and begging for a true JSA kind of, you know, show. And if mm-hmm. we get it through Stargirl, perfect, mm-hmm. perfect. Oh, yeah. Well, um, if you blink, you'll see. Uh, if you blink and miss it, you'll see a picture of Jeff John's sister actually in the episode. Yep. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Someone pointed that out. Hmm. I was like, oh. And right in her um, room as she's packing up, it has. You know, Courtney. I saw the pictures right on the back to, wall, right yeah. next to the the real life Courtney. Hey, who is this actress, by the way? Has she? What else has she been in? I don't think I've ever seen her in anything, but I may just. Breck. Breck Basinger, I think her name is. Basinger. I don't. Basinger. She was Basinger? in. Is she really she, Kim? No, no, she's not. I looked that <laughs> okay. up. Okay. I did the same she's... thing, Nate. <laughs> what? Um, she's not in really a whole lot. They're more minor roles, a couple television films. She's young, guess or minor somewhere. episodes. Yeah, yeah. She's the right age for it. Absolutely. 
I think yeah. she's 20. She's, yeah, I was going to say, she still looks, I mean, I know she's not, you know, a teenager, but she looks young enough she can pull it off. So, like, it, it does work out, especially for the age range they're going for. Like, when, I don't know, like, she had her hair, I, she just looked the part, you know, it was, like, in the ponytail and she was in the school and stuff. I, I believed it. You know, it wasn't like 90210 where it was, like, 30-year-olds out there and walking down pretending like they were 17, you know what I mean? So, it was like, it, it worked. She, she looked the part. And uh, yeah. I was actually, I was actually impressed with her, except for, like, the, there was one time on on the roof when she was training with the staff that very first time like i liked that she tried and failed like hit the ground but that weird little mm -hmm. jump off the ground flip thing like i don't know if in gymnastics you can just do walking jump flip things like that but i mean yeah, i was sure. like okay it, but, like, yeah. i did like that she had to she wasn't just magically great at it she had to trial and error i thought that was a nice touch and she had to get used to working with i mean Staffy staff. What are we gonna end up calling this thing? I do like. I, I do think it was like my favorite character of the of the first episode. Well, I mean, we had Stripesy, so you might as well just say Staffy. Ugh. Why not? Ugh. <laughs> Terrible name. I'm glad we're that's getting. This, that's the that. name. That's I the know. Name. I know. Oh, did you guys staff. like the nice touch? So, the nice touch of uh, the car turning into the suit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for the striped suit, I thought that cool. was a nice touch. Like the car just, you know, transformed. You know, went all Optimus Prime into that shit. But I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't look at the. Uh, if you go online, you just Google Star Girl, uh, the DC, you know, show. It gives you the picture that's mm -hmm. kind of like the poster for the show. And I didn't look at that until after I watched the first episode. And after you watch the first episode, like after you watch the first episode, you look at that. You can okay, I can see that, and I can see that, and I can see that because. You met a lot of characters, and they're on the cover. It's like, okay, now I know who's important. I want to know if we're going to see Grundy again. Yeah. Like, what did y'all think about that? if they did that? Grundy... No. I thought it looked pretty they did good. did Grundy very Hulk-like, like he should be. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought it looked good. Yeah. But. A lot better than the Gotham version that I remember seeing last. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> the guy... The bad guys when they were talking, the one was in his uh, study and the other one was in the cemetery. We gotta believe he was son. He was gonna summon Grundy again, right? Like that's what he's doing in the cemetery, right? He's gonna bring Grundy back up since they found the the, the new star. Well, they think it's Star Man, but a Star Girl. I just that was the that was the impression I got is when they were you know the bad guys were having their phone call. Uh, he was staying in that cemetery. I said, oh, he's gonna be waking Grundy up. They're getting the team back together, you know. Katie is doing <laughs> devilish smiles <laughs> that like, make me think that she knows things that mm -hmm. we're saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't say anything. <laughs> blink, twi blink twice if I'm right. <laughs> so, so Katie, you're not allowed to say yeah. anything until the episode comes out. So as soon as episode two drops, you can start talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because we're gonna pick your brain. I'm sure this is definitely a really fun show. I'm gonna have to go back mm -hmm. and rewatch it now. It's <laughs> not a bad, bad thing. Yeah, not a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> because this is Star Girl makes me want to go back and watch DC TV again. Like it, the CW shows are all coming on Netflix now. Like the Flash is there. I'm not that interested in the Flash, but like Batwoman is still available on the CW. Like it makes me want to go watch those shows and like get caught up because Star Girl could be integrated more in there. So well, don't that's, get too attached to Batwoman. But I mean, I know. enjoy what you can. I mean, no. <laughs> See, but, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. I don't really get that vibe, though. I don't. I don't want to watch more CW shows after watching Stargirl. Like, I was interested in Stargirl, and I want to see what happens to that. But it didn't. It doesn't make me want to mm -hmm. jump back on the CW bandwagon of shows. And, Not that there's not anything wrong with that. In, but, in the past 
six, seven, eight years of DC TV on the CW. So, like, I was a little worn out, but Starro kind of reignited what I was feeling for DC TV originally when I started. So, and then, obviously, I mean, you know, it's -hmm. it's just kind of... I don't know, maybe because it's a younger character, you know, it's just, just kind of fresh, that kind of, I mean, I just got, you know, I absolutely love Arrow, Flash, I mean, that's, that's my basis, um, mm-hmm. but it just seems like that this, it's just, it's almost like a rejuvenation, <laughs> it's like a rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's also, it's a rejuvenation, but it's, it's our kind of legacy show, but there's not a lot of connection to it like you know it's you know batwoman's a legacy character but there's a lot of history behind it so people say batwoman okay we got that stargirl i don't know anything about that it looks kind of fun mm-hmm. they did the trailers right to make it kind of fun look at like a i'm sure you do in- i've seen your comic book show that's so. fine no i didn't know <laughs> <laughs> but but you look at the idea of this seems to be team superhero like i said if you look at the poster you look at the thing the legacy characters there's going to be more legacies brought in inspirations and blood relatives taking over for their fallen brethren and fallen family members so i think that that's personally what i'm interested in i think that's a great direction to take because that's to the say became you had your your old veteran guard on top of the new the new ones who joined up and followed in the ones that inspired them sure well the way i kind of look at it is you know, Stargirl could be a really big hit, and after everything built up for the crisis on the DCCW, it's almost like uh, the way Marvel built up to Endgame. And I feel like Stargirl could be like the first Marvel hit that comes out after Endgame, even though Spider-Man was a a good movie, but it wasn't tied into the same kind of thing. Um, Sure. So I I would kind of look at it like that. Like, I'm sure that the next Marvel movie that comes out is going to be a really, really good movie and kind of, you know, knock it out of the park. And it's kind of the same thing, that rejuvenation. We've been worn out from what we've seen. We came down from a big story. We needed a few minutes to kind of relax, or a few years, I guess, to kind of relax. And now we have this new, fresh story coming in to kind of rejuvenate our love, our passion for this franchise, these franchises. I I personally, it's going to be like 10 or 12 episodes, or 13, right? Do we know how many episodes mm-hmm. for 13. sure? That, okay, see, like, I'm a big proponent for these short announcements. My biggest problem with a lot of the stuff on uh, the CW is the extended storytelling that they they have a story that they know they want to tell, and it could be told in 8 or 10 or 12 episodes, but they've got to stretch it for the, the what's the network? Was it 22 weeks? 22. Or whatever? You know, what 23 yeah. before, but it went yeah. back to 23. You know what so. I mean? And, but it's, and it's like, and then you're putting in your filler, which gives you... You, I like I like one-offs in a series and stuff, but you know what I mean. But it's when you go when you're like into the story and like you get to you know uh, episode 15 and that's your mid-season you know mid-season cliff, cliffhanger, and then we come back and we have you know uh, bad villain of the week for three weeks, and then we have one episode that connects back to that you know uh, mid-season finale in the beginning, and then you know what I mean. Like let's just yeah let's get a, let's put a through line through there and let's. You can still put that kind of money and stuff in and put it into the budget because that's what I was like. The effects on this for a pilot look damn good. Yeah. Like they look damn good, what they were doing with the staff. Grundy didn't look terrible. Now, granted, they kept him in the darkness or whatever, but Grundy didn't look bad. Uh, like I said, Stripe actually, I was impressed by how good Stripe yeah, looked. Yeah, Stripe looks good. So, like, and, and if we can keep that kind of effects and budgets up, like, I think they, 
they could really do something. And I, I don't know what they cut out to get it on uh, CW. I don't know if anybody's done the comparison, but uh, like it's, I think it's a, it's a good balance show because I think you can go, I think you can go, you can walk that line to where you can still have it where a younger audience can, well, my perception off the first episode anyway, but like it seems like you could have that younger audience come in there, and it could also. Like I said, like with the first scene, we see Wildcat get killed. He's get blasted through a wall of a mansion, and he's dead. You know, so you can kind of, you know, actually, we watched the whole JSA get wiped out. But you know what I mean? Like it looks like you can kind of go either way with it. And I'm, I'm hoping that it it's, keeps the quality, if not improves throughout. Because like I said, I was impressed with the effects, and the story wasn't half bad either. Like mm-hmm. I said, I'm I'm curious to watch the next episode. So, the first episode on DC Universe, I. I'm scratching my memory here, but I think it was about 54, 55 minutes. 53, I think, was the total. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so the next couple episodes, I think two is 47 minutes, and then (coughs) three is in the CW range. And I think kind of they made the decision early on to kind of duplicate it over to the CW, so they kind of moved towards, okay, we're going to shorten the episodes up and kind of get as much content to the fans as we possibly can from all avenues. So I don't think you're going to be missing more than a couple seconds per scene every now and then. Uh, I think you'll get most of the content on the CW. Whatever, well, I'm a size queen, though. Give it to me, all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the DC Universe. Right there, Brent, down right there. Brent, Brent from Fans is the only one that I know that watched both versions so far. So... I would imagine there are some differences, but like Katie said, I think it's a good idea to put it in a CW format and get it out on CW because this needs to be on more than just US exclusive app. Well, it sure, needs to, sure. like it needs as many viewers as possible. But oh, that's this show a great point, was Travis. That's a like, great fucking point that I never even thought of. <laughs> <laughs> like I did, like you're right, because now like a lot of more people you know, that's a great point. Because yeah. now like you said, that can go because you guys have got a a right thing where you can watch CW the next day if on an app and stuff, don't you, in Canada? No, I can't. There's no, we can't oh, watch CW Seed. It goes on uh, Bell or Crave or something, but, okay. uh, you know, I have buddies that hook me up with uh, <laughs> yeah. things and right. I can <laughs> maybe watch With <laughs> 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 they get mailed, right. Yeah, you know, like they fell off a truck and I end up watching mm-hmm. it, but like you guys are saying, this was a breath of fresh air to me. I've been a little, I'm before this year, I was the biggest CW fan I know. Yes. Like, I was DC CW fan I know. Like, I was waving the CW flag. I'd put my, like, knowledge of those episodes up against anybody in terms of how many times I've watched it. And the Arrow ending was a real, like, take the cape out from under me, take the rug out from under me. Mm-hmm. And I've been with Flash until the end, but seasons four, five, and six of Flash have been the worst of the show. Season six was, like, a gut punch. Like a, it's like the middle of Smallville seasons. It's taking the turn. Yes, it's not. I think, I think Doomsday. Though I love Sam Witwer, Doomsday was probably the lowest <sighs> point of Smallville. Garbage bag oh, with some thorns sticking out. <laughs> Sam Witwer is listening. He loves you for it. Yeah, because everybody knows mm-hmm. Doomsday is a guy that rides around in an ambulance saving people for sure. eighteen episodes. But, but the story they took on that was so unique and like. Turning things yeah, around. It was all right. Oh yeah, it was unique. <laughs> yeah, try try, no. re, try rewatching that now and being like, oh yeah, your love interest would I did. definitely I get you. Yeah. And I still love it. 
Were you like your uh, love interest? Would Doomsday, your love interest would definitely not make you turn into Doomsday because I think that his love interest would definitely make him turn Doomsday. Die. <laughs> but, but honestly, I've like I've been with Flash and Arrow till the end, and I was a little let down, and I haven't caught up oh. on Supergirl or Batwoman yet or Legends. Travis Legends, no. Travis tolerates no slander towards Arrow. He will not nope, tolerate nope. that shit. He puts an end to it. Yep. <laughs> season four, Whoa. season four, uh, I will tolerate. I will tolerate I know, season four. I know. There, but, are some, uh, there are some high points of season four, and yeah. Damian Dark is not one of them. No. He was, he was way better Dixon. on Legends. Way better on Legends. Yeah. But Legends go and write out my favorite characters just because they're CGI or their special effects. It's so annoying! Oh my god, fu- oh, Firestorm. Man, let's make sure down. let's make sure they're split in two every time. Because everyone every knows time. everyone knows that what you need on a mission in tra- time travel is an older man trying to like yes. get away from conflicts and, and the younger like, one's the mechanic and hangs out. Like they right. gotta be split up. Don't put them together because they could be they could just wipe everybody out. And the last straw for me was them writing out Ray Palmer. Like mm-hmm. that was it for me too. I stopped watching after that episode. I haven't looked back. I, I haven't well, either. So, Legends. So Mark, the the older guy of the Firestorm pair, he actually wanted out. He wanted to go back to Broadway. Vic, yeah, Victor Garber. But even then, you could, you, if you were smart, personally, what I would do would just have him record lines while he's home after... Like he to could do two jobs to be the voice in the head That's and true. just have yeah. Jax be firestorm the entire time. And then you can do like the Zordon thing and just put a little thought bubble in there and then it's just like the But head. you don't even need to. <laughs> you just go and you can just put it go to it. Be just like Zordon. You could just have the echo of his voice even. Uh, <laughs> uh, or we could do that. I mean, sure, whatever. If you want to do yeah. yeah, Breath of fresh air. It's on its own earth. That And... Now, everybody, on everybody on Earth One doesn't know that there's another Earth. Flash doesn't know that there's another Earth. So the crossover well, between them won't happen for a while. Well, Barry fucks everything up. So soon he'll mess that time right, and he'll bring into their wreck their timeline somehow. But, and uh, we already know Flash is planning to cross over with Star Girl. But I didn't really? know that. I didn't okay. know that. No, I didn't either. know that. Oh, everyone missed that are you news breaking, report. Are you breaking news right now? I didn't see news? it. No. But. Even that, like, they got their own universe for now to play. And like, like Chris was talking about, I want to see a good representation of JSA. Right. Mm-hmm. And like he said, if we get that, and with <laughs> AT and T, it seems like it doesn't matter. Like back when Smallville was going on, we didn't get a young Bruce Wayne because Batman Begins was being made. So mm-hmm. we had to get Oliver Queen. And now it seems like AT&T that's not that doesn't matter anymore. Zero Fs. <laughs> Like, they, that's can't not find, a big they can't deal. find a fuck to give. They're like, oh, I'll throw every, I'll throw fourteen <laughs> Batman's at you at once. Pick because it is like. because it is rumored that JSA is supposed to show up in the Black Adam movie. So yes. really, okay. yes. well, yes, it is. That, that, that's that's their bi- one of their biggest villains. So it's almost like a, they need you to. Have to. Yes, mm-hmm. and that would be perfect because I don't mind. I don't think the viewers care if there's a like a TV version and a movie version anymore. Like you don't know. I want to see black Adam face off against Hawkman. Like I want to see that showdown. Cause they fight a lot in the JSA, you know, but, but I do want to see the Superman fight too, but like, give me both Hawks, give me Hawk girl and Hawkman. Just trying to mm-hmm. take down black Adam. Like I have a go. question for you guys. When you seen the Hawkman costume, uh, in the picture, were you like, and the Hawk girl, right? What were you thinking? Legends? What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. 
because like they look like mini wolverines compared to what the actual hawkman looks like yeah mini wolverines <laughs> okay so i have an update on the flash and star thing. all right so it wasn't told to happen this season on the flash but the mm-hmm. arc didn't end up happening and obviously with coronavirus things that shut down so nothing could really progress there but they are talking about doing one next season provided star girl is renewed i think that's what it will i I think it will will. yeah Uh, yeah. now the question remains does it stay on the cw does it stay on the cw and dc universe or does it move solely to the cw yeah they uh uh, last report i heard dc universe is going to stick around with their content beyond comics for for beyond comics for at least two or three more years that's 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 the uh yeah, that's they're pretty firm on that. They're not okay. getting rid of. They may. I think. I think the thing is they're gonna. They're gonna still. Patrol I think Titan, the best. Yeah, Titans <laughs> yeah. is gonna be their flagship right now, and they're gonna continue oh, yeah, on with is. that. You know, a lot of this stuff is just seeing where the audience is. But yeah, last report I heard, and I wish I could give it the source, but yeah, it seems to be they're gonna stick around for at least two to three more years with where they're at. Is the three like, strikes and they're out? Like, if they don't get something, if they don't get a finale again for the, for the third time, if they don't nail it the third time, does that mean they're just out? No. Nope, because no. I'm still no, paying. I, I love the characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love the still characters. <laughs> Nathan, it didn't go downhill until after the Deathstroke versus Nightwing fight. As long as you don't ask why Donna Troy just stayed in the car and <laughs> yeah. just stayed in the car and did yeah. nothing. Yeah, so you got you got to have the Don Troy part in there. I want right. I want to know how she got electrocuted today. Like I mean, oh, like we all know we all know why we all know why Starfire stayed in there. We all know why Starfire stayed in there. She lost her powers and she got shot. So that and was like okay, great. you stay there. But I am excited how Blackfire will turn out next season. That interested me because in ti- Teen Titans, Blackfire was like. The mo- not the most interesting, but every time she was on screen, I was always like, "Ooh, what's happening?" Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh yeah, that was a little squirrel right there we just chased. That's all right. <laughs> Whatever shit happens. I'll tell you what, though. At we- least it wasn't Daredevil. Mm, that'll come up again. Don't worry. <laughs> that'll come up again sometime. I'm sure. I hope not because when she when Katie was telling her take, I had to actually put myself on mute and take a walk around <laughs> and be like. <laughs> It's somebody's opinion. It's somebody's opinion, Travis. Somebody's opinion. We all have our opinions that make everybody feel like that. Everybody has one, you know? I mean, um, I've got. I got it. I'm not ashamed to admit that that's I right. have some hot takes that are controversial. Ground. You defend it, Katie. I'll give you that. That's sure. Fine. Sure. Do y'all you got any... you want. That's right. Even if it's wrong. Do y'all got anything <laughs> else you want to say about Stargirl? Oh, one other thing. Oh, no, you go, Sarah. Sarah um, it, was, it was just kind of interesting because, like, starting a new series, especially when she was in the cafeteria, you saw. I'm really curious to see everybody's backstory now. Mm-hmm. Like, how these. Like, was that a gym, gym teacher that could have possibly been what? Tigress, maybe? That's what I, I thought. I, I got a feeling. I got a feeling that, yes, I'm, 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 I agree with you. I think there's going to be more to these characters they put right in our face. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if those kids sitting at the table. If they have some kind of, so that's what I want to see. I think I they're to see look at JSA look at the counterparts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, well, when look that at the guy, poster. When, when that guy said, when he was talking to his kid and he said junior, I immediately thought Icicle Junior because that one guy was Icicle. And then I was like, oh, no, I got the wrong guy. Because I was like, oh, sweet. Like, we're going to have, you know, I mean, I thought they were going to generation out. Uh, 
Well, team might still appear in there, but I just thought that we were seeing it already. Yeah, I have cool. a question for all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Was your school like that growing up? Like, you all had <laughs> specific spots Clicky. to see it? Well, you like, only had 14 mm-hmm. people in your whole school. I, yes. so Not everybody could go home for lunch. <laughs> okay? I went home for lunch my whole life from <laughs> K to 12. Yeah. I never went. We no. never had a lunch room or lunch no. hall. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it was it was, def- like, it was yeah. definitely like that. Yes, there were areas yes, of certain yes. people sat. Just oh, same way, same way in the parking lot, it. parking outside. I see it every single day. Mm-hmm. It still wow. exists. Yeah. I would ho- yes. used to go home. Every My mom day. would have like hot dogs and fries cooked. I would sit there and watch <laughs> TV and eat it. So you it would was, sit down and watch th- TV on your lunch break at school. Well, I'd just go home from school. Everybody, there was nobody that stayed in for lunch. Everybody went home. He's got to watch his cartoons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Arthur. Arthur, having you know, fun cartoons. isn't hard. You got to watch your cars there, too. <laughs> having fun isn't hard if you got a library card. Oh. Very good point. I, I was homeschooled. You was homeschooled? I knew there was something wrong with you. Badass. I knew there was something wrong with you. Badass. I did go to public high school, but I sat in the JROTC classroom for lunch pretty much every single day. So you couldn't even like lie. He was like, he was like, I hate my teacher. And your mom was like, watch your mouth. (laughs) I think when I got my mom was a good teacher. I believe it. I'm just giving you. Yeah, both my parents were teachers as well. My mom kindergarten, my dad high school. So whenever I was like, gosh, you don't. Oh no, it was fine. It was it was fine. I was fine. My dad, you know, I was like, Dad, I don't feel so well. What's wrong? Mm -hmm. Well, it's that. Go talk to your mother. Here, here's a note. Go home. You're fine. Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. My well, high school was, or my middle school was definitely like that. And in high school, we got to leave for lunch. And I mean, yeah, I was always. That's why I was in high school for I was out the, so the doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that too. We were go, seniors. I had an hour to go smoke cigarettes and, you know, run around and be a cool kid. We had the smoking pit. It was yeah, like right behind too. our cafeteria. <laughs> we did too. And I was one of them cool kids, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Real cool up there. Looking like a loser. <laughs> Why did I think smoking pit was barbecue? They they have those two, but that's a different kind of pit. That's we're not doing them at school. Yeah. I, I like to think was like, do you guys grow up in days and confuse high school? Some, or? Uh, some of them did. No, yes. No, okay, you want to be like that because we had this. We had the smoking pit here, and then we had the smoking pit right here. So it was kind of like days confused. I still right. had buddies that had gun racks in their trucks. So I mean, oh. Like, yeah, I remember they go hunting in the morning and come to school. Deer season. Deer yeah, season. Exactly. They brought their shotguns loaded in the cars. When I was 15, 16 in high school, you brought them in. They, you just told the school, hey, yeah. got my shotgun in my truck as soon as school is out. Before, I was hunting before school. They tell you, just leave it in there and lock your doors. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Just make sure your doors were locked. Yep. My, 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 my how times have changed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a hell of a squirrel we just chased. Too, that was an awesome my, squirrel. All, my bad. all that to say, my bad. That, yes, our no, high school is like that, Travis. <laughs> my bad. It's all right. Well, actually, some of the stuff we were talking about there at the end segues perfectly into the next part because we were talking about DCCW, and uh, mm-hmm. there's been some Ruby Rose Ruby Rose news as of yeah, late. She said Canada sucks. Yeah. She peaced out. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> it wasn't exactly like that, but it was pretty close. Writing that down for you. So, Superman uh, doesn't think so. Superman hey. doesn't think so. Right, I get it. Well, T-Bone, man, I'll start out with you on this <clears> one, buddy. Uh, you're, you're the big, biggest DCCW guy here, I think. Um, what's uh, what's your thoughts on this? What's going on? She, 
I first initially thought it could have been because of the injuries she suffered uh, a while back. She almost faced paralysis, but no, that wasn't the reason at all. She just uh, couldn't handle the workload, if I'm being completely honest with you, and yes. didn't like being in Vancouver. That was the two yes. factors that I read were the reasons why I'm she... i got to work too hard to play the titular well, character in a series that's Batwoods and a Bat family, and i got to work hard, and and, and i got to whip Canada for eight months out of the year. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Go away, because there's somebody else out there who will kill to have that job, and they will do... You know what I mean? Like, there's some another actress out there that will kill for that job. To be a Bat character and be the... You know, the ma- Get out of here. It's, it's uh, right. I have to lean more towards your side, Nathan. That's kind of our thought about Pattinson and not working out type deal, even mm-hmm. though I think he well, may have been trolling us. But um, He may yeah. have been trolling us, right. That's a little thing I want to throw in there. But, yeah, that's that's my opinion. I know. I know. Whatever. Who cares what Both I think? Both girls are like, we do, it, we do yeah. it. We do it. We do it. Right. No, I'm raising my hand to talk. Oh, sorry. Give no, it therapy. Just jump in there. Uh, not, not, not a bad idea to start that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. So... When she originally signed on for Batwoman, it was a 13-episode season, which is how the CW has been taking on, like, its newer superhero shows. Black Lightning has 16 episodes, Legends of Tomorrow, 16 episodes. So she could have potentially thought, hey, the workload is not going to be that much. I can still get other projects in because she's a movie star. She's the first... One on here that had She's kind of a fucking movie star. Let's compared to the rest, though, Nathan, compared to yeah, the rest. Okay. All right. All compared right. to the rest. She's All had right. a nice career. Stephen Amell She's got a resume, Jones. so. Oh! That was after. Right. Greg, that was after Casey he got Jones. That was after yeah, he after got there. After though. he could do rack pull-ups and shit, which I still think is the coolest shit ever that he really learned how to do that Katie's shit. Right. <laughs> Katie's right. Katie's right on this one. Yeah. But, the, and the CW bumped it up to 22 episodes after they screened the pilot and said, okay, no, we're going to we're gonna screw the 13 episodes, we're going to go 22. But she not to mention... To that. She, I, I mean, I'm sure it was in her contract that she had to stick on for the first season, but not to mention with coronavirus happening, none of the CW shows are going to premiere in the fall like usual. Right. It's going to be the spring. And the CW has maintained a strong commitment to having full-fledged episode seasons and not screwing up the timeline for... The Allen. For the others. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to stick with 22 episodes next season. And <clears throat> they're going to shoot season three because Batwoman has supposedly been renewed for multiple seasons. Season so they're going to basically shoot seasons two and three back to back, which meant that she wasn't going to get another project easily until 2022, which probably wasn't acceptable for her. Now, I'm not. That's the workload's probably what got her, but I'm not I'm not laying out that she probably didn't use the injury to get out of it. I mean, she's got she has well, moved, she's got better agents than the others too. So well, the the True. TV line article that I'm looking at right now that kind of broke like when it happened, we didn't know. We knew mm-hmm. it was eventually going to break, but TV line got the a source that says you know it wasn't a hundred percent her decision. That's what I was going to say. To sort, it, 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 it was 100% her decision. It was a breakup. She wasn't happy working on the show, uh, and that did ma- that didn't make it fun to work with. Did make it fun working with her? No. So everyone decided it was the best interest of the show Bounce that they part bitch. ways. It wasn't a good fit. Now, oh. from reading from reading <laughs> the comics, you know she was perfectly cast. She did an amazing sure. job yeah. being Kate Kane. Sure. She got the attitude. She got the the whole point of it. And you know what? I applaud her for realizing. Yeah, you know. 
I don't want someone to stick around a show for a character just because of the paycheck. Because then, as we all can see, and we we point to mm-hmm. countless different times mm-hmm. when someone's just phoning it in, you can tell, and, and the mm-hmm. show suffers. I applaud her for just saying, you know what? I know I said I'd do this, and again, you, you she looked into this saying, okay, this could be great. It, the injury probably, you're right, what was a wake up call, and just the amount of stuff that she thought was going to be what didn't end up being and also the projects i mean we've heard from amel we've heard from gustin we've even heard from rosenbaum saying that this does become your life and it doesn't allow you to do much we've seen people leave you know co-stars leave because they can't do enough it's not like they don't appreciate and i don't think she doesn't appreciate what what they've done for her and what this has done for her career but i i'm glad that she realized this i'm glad berlanti and Guggenheim said, you know what? We'll let you out. We'll mm-hmm. find another one. And there is a laundry list of people that want to do it. And you know what? Fine. I wish her I wish her all the best. I'm glad for the show that this was a clean break and we're all moving on. I don't I don't think that I don't think less of her for doing it. So are they gonna use Barry to like fix the recasting? Like they're gonna do another flashpoint mm-hmm. instead of instead of the only got- one that changes is Diddle's Diggle's you, you daughter to, to a son? <laughs> it's it's gonna be like well, I I saw someone say that uh, it was all a joking matter because C- the CW has said that they're going to cast another LGBTQ actress in the role. So, but someone said um, that they should get uh, Rachel Scarston. Rachel S. Rachel S. Rachel S. Um, who was playing Alice on the show to be, they were supposedly identical twins. So they were like, we'll pretend they were identical twins if oh you pretend they're identical. <laughs> so they were yeah, like, was, let's was bring her in. Was that Stu Little? I think that was Stu Little on Twitter. I saw I that. It on Facebook. So I don't but, know. But you know. I thought it was hysterical. It, it, it is hysterical, and I think, you know, we've seen there are so many different shows that had a main cast member leave and go, and either they, in this case, go recast. They don't need to make a big deal of it because that's not the story. The story, the, the, they need to continue the story that they set up, that they're building on with, with Hush as, you know, portraying Boots Rain. You just put a new person in, go on, we move on from it. That's the best way. If you draw more attention to it and just say, oh, Crisis created a new worst Kate, that's that's a wrong story to go. I don't like yeah. it. Just cast someone else. We accept it. We, we see it all. How on. many different Batmans have there been? We accept some. It's... We don't accept others. We just move on. <laughs> go go the road. Just go the roadie way. Just go the roadie way from or Iron Bruce, Man. Bruce Banner. Same or Bruce Banner. Yep. Stephanie, Stephanie Beatriz of uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has already threw her name in saying she's wants it. She's studying she's it. she's so committed to Brooklyn But she's a, she's a side. She's a part of an ensemble. She In this, she would be the person. Mm-hmm. Like, she would get to star in her own show. Give me and the wig. I'll out there. She is a member of the LGBTQ community. <laughs> Well, but that's what I really like seeing. They are looking for someone a part of that community, and I think because that is Kate Kane. That's that that is Kate Kane. She she wears it on her sleeve. She doesn't shy away from it. And I I was I was very happy to say that they are looking for an actress a part of part of that community. Awesome, good. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. But on the flip side of that, like uh, here we go. 
Right. No, stop. Let me mark, let me mark the time down. On the flip side of that, yeah, here we go. <laughs> on the flip side of that is uh, they are called actors for a reason because they are acting, which means they can play a role of any kind. That's like that's like when people got pissed off at Brian Cranston for playing a quadriplegic and being like, "Why did you hire a quadriplegic actor?" First of all, how many fucking quadriplegic actors do you know? Second of all, like, what the fuck? They're they're actors now. I'm not saying that like they should exclude them or like go, but I mean like if. If they find, uh, let's just say it's that girl from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and she's perfect for it. She is open. Like, hell yeah, right on. Like, more power to you. But if they find, uh, you know, little Sally who's just coming out of the academy, but she plays this role. She's got the, she's got the look and she, I mean, physicality and stuff, but she's, she just, her only thing working against her, she's not a lesbian. Like, well, that's kind of silly. In my, in my opinion, I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong way to look at it, but that's like, they are actors for a reason. That's like. Leonardo DiCaprio played in that one movie, and he made out with that one guy. Guess what? That dude is the master swordsman. He ain't gay, but he played a gay role, and he played it just fine because he was the best part for the role. You know, like I said, I don't, I don't think they should be excluded. I think they should get everybody in there, everybody right. to I, cast out. But if, it, like I said, if it happens to be the good, the good, like I said, my, my well, instance well, is Brooklyn well, Nine-Nine girl. Well, the thing is, like, you don't cast just for that person being a cast because. You know yes. they're gonna. Yeah. I get. Okay. I get Thank what you're you. saying. I yes. get what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not advocating for them just casting right. someone that someone that's a lesbian because it just happens because to be they, they need are. to fulfill. Okay. I. I okay. trust them. I trust them enough to cast someone that's going to be done good. They And, and just, it just does something for with the community, just saying like, hey, sure. Yes, of course. Sure. Right. Anyone, a good actor, a good actress can can pull off pull off anything at that point. Yeah. But I think it says something that you know <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna purposely try to look for this and then you know go from there. But I, right. I'm pretty confident that they'll be able well, to find someone. Well, like they, that. Right. They can. That's one thing you can say is their casting has always been good. Like. Melissa Benoist, a good Supergirl. You know, Stephen uh, Amell, Great Arrow. Like their casting has always been good. So you're it's right. Also, I do. I do trust them, but I just their casting is also very it. inclusive. Like they yeah, take people sure. from all walks of life. But to back, just to back up what you're saying, Nathan, mm-hmm. is there any Modern Family fans out of any of us? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not not a, like a religious watcher, no. but I've watched it. I like it pretty good. Well, Eric Stone Stone Street plays Cam on Modern Family. Yeah. Who, okay. Yes. And he is amazing, but he's also not gay. But mm-hmm. he's a, like he goes to rallies, he like goes for causes, sure. he's a big person Support. for the for the Support. for the community. So I can understand what you're saying, Ethan, but I still I'm not more in the camp of Chris where if you can find somebody that has that yes! then they can they can <laughs> relate to that they can relate to that character just a little bit more. Like okay. this is not a this is not a comedy. This is like no, like they, no, they can right. relate to that character a little bit more. That's all. But I, I, do, I do agree with you. They shouldn't be excluded because because of yeah. That's what I mean. Like the if the, the right, they should be excluded just because they don't happen to be. But gay, uh, ironically, you know I mean? ironically, those people part of the LGBTQ community have been excluded for so long because no, of that too. So. True. True. No, you know, okay, it's, it's a double-edged right. sword it's, sometimes, but I, I, I trust Berlanti. Berlanti right. 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 can never give me a reason statement. to that. Go well, all gay. Just go all gay. I retract <laughs> all my statements. Take it all back. <laughs> no, no, no. Stand by, stand by but, yourself. It's your yeah. opinion. We're not, try, we're not trying to no, shame you, just, Nathan. Hey, no, you guys, you swayed me, all right? I'm with you guys. No. I retract but all like, my Modern Family is there to show you, Nathan, that your thought process is not wrong. Like, Cam is my favorite character on that show. 
Right. I right. think he's the funniest character on that show. And like that went 12 seasons. And <laughs> Jesse Tyler Ferguson had no complaints <laughs> about Cam not being gay. He right. loves the, he loves the character. Like he loves the actor. He loves how he portrays him, even though sometimes he says he portrays him a little bit over the top. But that's just the way Cam is. Cam's amazing. But I I do think that they, I don't have any doubt in their casting. And I think they will. This was a pretty big hiccup. And I think they're thankful of the news that come out a day and a half later to basically sweep this news under the rug. Oh, yeah. Because (laughs) it really got stopped talking about it post uh, gigantic announcement. I I do tend to agree with Nathan. Cast the best person for the role. I don't care what they look like. I don't care who they are. Cast the best person for the role. I, however, I say that with a grain of salt because Ruby Rose got so much hatred for not being Jewish. And a, a bunch of people, even on her Instagram, yeah. got on and were like... She's not hey, gay she's enough not even a something. lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But there's yeah, going to be people gay. that do that. Yeah, there's always going to be people that do that, I mean, no matter what. You know, you're, you're full. I said this today. Every fandom has has shitholes in it. I don't care what you're talking about. They, there's some bad people in all. I mean, even in you know, even in the LGBT community, you know, mm-hmm. there there's some bad people in there because, like I said, there were people. Cause, well, she's not gay enough. Well, what do you like? What do you mean? What is she? Mm-hmm. What do you want to see? Like, what what is it going to take for her to be quote gay enough for you? You know well, what I mean? The the problem is, and it's what all of y'all have kind of alluded to, and, and pretty much <clears> have been pointing out, is that you know, you can't. Like I, I get that what you were saying, Travis, about the LGBT community and how they haven't had as much representation in in right. in, in the, in the world. Point. But 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 if you hire them strictly based on that, then you're doing the exact same thing that you're fighting you're against. You're pigeonholing them. You're, you're doing no, the exact because you're you're fighting against hiring somebody just because of who they are and what they are, as opposed to the best person for the job. Not saying that person can't be the best person for the job. But they should. But nobody should be hired just because of that. No matter right. what kind of like, what, what you want to make if, up, because if I'm looking for the, the same next Indiana thing. Jones, if I'm looking for the next Indiana Jones, I'm not putting out a call sheet for a straight guy or whatever. I'm just putting it out for the straight. And if if guy comes in, he just have like mega nuclear gay. You know what I mean? Like just rainbow shooting out of his butt all the time. Like you know he's gay coming down the street. But he but he's the best person to be the new Indiana Jones. Like right. let's go. Like let's be him. Right. That's just you know your swashbuckling guy. Like let's who cares what he does at home? Like can can he act and can he be like, you know, can he put me in that line and make me like, yeah, that's Indiana Jones. Like, you know what I mean? Can he outrun a boulder? Damn. Yeah, can he outrun <laughs> a boulder? That's can all I care about. Can he swing on a whip? But the CW has to be very careful with this one because of the backlash yes. Ruby Rose got. They don't want to bring some other actress in because the other, the other actress is going to know, hey, Ruby Rose got this amount of hate for this. Yes. This, mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to be extraordinarily careful with this, which is probably why they're still aiming into the LGBTQ community. Sure. Um, so that it makes sense, but my hope is that they just cast the best person for the role. Yeah. Right. I, agree. I don't want anybody to be excluded because they are or aren't gay. Is what I'm saying. Like, because there if, you go. If they really want, if they really want what's best, for, and like I said, that goes for any role. Like, you shouldn't be excluded. Like, if I put the casting call out of. You know, and like I said, like if I'm making the next Indiana Jones thing, when I put the casting call out there, I'm not putting gay or straight in the in the thing. Like I don't care. You're coming to be an actor, which is what you do. You're supposed to make me believe that you can be this character, even though you're not. You know, maybe maybe you're the bookworm Poindexter, and you you know, but but you're but I want you to be the big Hawking hero. But can you act and do that? All right, let's go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe 
whatever it's my white privilege or whatever you know people are gonna say but that's just how i feel like you should but but katie's right i aren't a particular predicament because that was the whole big news that like when they cast her it was like oh we got you know we got someone from the ogptq or god damn it whatever you know the letters and they got them in there because <laughs> that's what she is you know yeah so i get it they're they kind of they're already in a tight spot uh, you're absolutely right i mean it, it's it's always a difficult situation whenever you involve anything like that. Right. You know, and it, it's right. always involved. So, but uh, I don't know. What do y'all think? Anything else for Ruby Rose? Any other kind of news? Like, I wish her luck on her future endeavors. All, All right. right. Yeah. Next. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean you're right. I mean, like I said, I think uh, I stick with what I said. I'm glad she got you're out when right. she realized it wasn't going to be yeah. a right fit for her. That would have ruined the show because it had a, in my opinion, yes. it had a little rougher start, but it 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 stuck the landing. In the in the latter the latter half of the season, I, I, it's got you some know, hardcore fans. Hey, the people that like it really like it. I, I wanted right to from the beginning. I mean, I don't. I never understood all the the backlash and all this. I'm, I just took it as a new story, a new um, interpretation. Absolutely, right. I, I just took mm-hmm. it for what it was, and I I right. enjoyed it. All right. Exactly, Wait, and that's speak, how you should take it. Speaking I, and I just, of good. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just going to reiterate the fact that I just I just did not understand the like I said the backlash and the vitriol right. and all this. Right, Thank because you. you're a rational person. Oh, well, I try. <laughs> That's a very very good explanation. That's right. But uh, talking about <laughs> ultimate fans, man, we got one guy in our chat, legendary bearded Greek man, uh, runs his own podcast, really really cool guy. Thank you, man. And he just brings up the point of uh, looking at uh, the Rock and Be Cool or Robin Williams and Birdcage. Of playing characters yep. of different sexualities, that you know, it, that's yep. a good point. Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, 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 Roy, I mean, he was. Oh um, yeah, on yes, yeah, exactly. Arsenal. You know, I didn't even. Like I knew nothing about whatever. his yeah. personal life, and. Well, he, he had, had a struggle. Though. He had a rough time of it. Like I do, it, I do believe that was in part why he left the show because he was having such a rough time. Remember, right, Travis? I know yeah. you. You'd probably know. More. Yes, there is. I just want to say, just throwing out there, there is a podcast with him and Stephen Amell's how'd you do it podcast he was on mm-hmm. when i say it was earlier this week he sheds a lot of light into all the stuff that he went through and uh he did like he was basically finding himself a bit more while he was in the show and mm-hmm. took that time to go away and come back but people were like he had instant chemistry with uh thea willa holland yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. people didn't like people were asking him people were questioning and you shouldn't him. have to. I mean, he's an actor mm-hmm. playing a part. It does exactly. not exactly. They did, right. he did a good matter. job. He made you believe it. These people he don't represent the really part He did yeah. a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, like Jackie, like was it Jack, Jackie Gleason, the kid that played Joffrey? Like people hated him in real life. Like, well, like, he, mm-hmm. good job because that kid that he that's what he was. He made you do that. That's what you're supposed to do as an actor. If you're supposed to hate him, make you hate him. Right. Yep. People uh, have to separate the actor from the role they're playing. And, right. Absolutely. Because they're doing a good job if they suck you into it and you're like, oh, I hate that. Never. <laughs> you know what I mean? that, that's, that's exactly what I tell my wife all the time. When she's when I'm watching something, she's like, man, I just hate that character. I'm like, you know what? That actor's doing a good job then. Because that's yeah. what you're supposed to do is hate that character. So if you hate that character, mm-hmm. you, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And yeah, it's, it's the best oh, you're right. Like I, 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 I've, we just finished the second season of Ozark. And oh, Good stuff. Uh, I, I, there, there were a number of characters. I glad that bit it at the end of that season. Yeah. I was like, oh, I hate him so much. Yeah. Like, just, 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 oh, I love that show, man. 
Great show, great show. Um, so are we are we done dancing around? Let's it or, let's be done or, dancing or what, around guys? it. Yeah, and you know what, Nathan? I'm gonna uh, go get more tea. Okay, I was <laughs> we've say, been edging. We've been edging for oh, long enough. Oh, I think it's time we get a release. I've got, <laughs> I've got to go grab more beer and let the dog out. But Nathan, hey, I know you want to talk about this man. Okay. Wait. I want to refill my coffee. So Travis, you guys, you guys talk. Give no us coffee. Chris, Chris, coffee. Chris can make. Chris can do his uh, game show uh, waiting music while we do this. Yeah. Way to put Chris. you on the spot there, Chris. Chris, can we kind of like chase the squirrel for a minute? Do How it. about the new Star Trek? Oh yeah, yeah. Strange new worlds. Yes, that kind of caught me off guard. I really was. I mean, I've heard was... the talking about it, but I'm really excited to. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's more it's more Star Trek. I'm never gonna turn down just like more Star Wars. I'm never gonna turn it down. I, I'm, you know, talking with, you know, Ray, Dave, and uh, mm-hmm. Matt Carroll. You know, and I posted about when posted going back and forth. You know, it's more Star Trek. We like it. We like that it's the cast. Maybe. They actually listen to us. But you know, it it's going to the past. It's going. You know, we're we're treading re- waters again that we've done. I really hope that. <laughs> I'm confident that they're going to do a great job with it. It's the cast we want. The episodic thing, yeah, okay, we're, we'll 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 do that. There's going to be overarching stories, but I would still like them to start stretching their legs a little bit more, like with Picard and go to the future. You know, let's focus well, some more stories on the that's future. That's where Discovery's going to start. <laughs> you can't get any more <laughs> future than yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I we had two Trekkies here. I forgot. <laughs> forgot. We got a couple Spock suckers over here. Hey, hey, hey. No hate on Star Trek. I don't. I like the Kelvin movies. I knew as soon as I saw that drop, I said, if Sarah hasn't seen it, I got her to tell her. (laughs) Well, another thing, too, that I found out from watching Discovery was Ethan Peck. I didn't realize he was the grandfather or the grandson of Gregory Peck. And that's another amazing actor. And because when I saw him, I'm like, he looks familiar. Where have I seen him? Oh, <laughs> he's got that. He looks face. like his grandfather. Okay. <laughs> it's great. I'm excited about it. It's going to be, you know, I, I'm glad they're listening to the fans. You know, I know it, it's, it's great seeing more Star Trek. I'm Absolutely. excited. Absolutely. Another little fresh intake of things. We're missing two. Yeah. Was, uh, was Picard good? Did you guys like Picard? That's what I oh, we hated was it. That, it was, was it was it was garbage. I mean, it was garbage. <laughs> no, it was it was terrible. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, like it did it. it, did, Chris, it did, did you hate it? Did it do the job? No, I, I I liked it. I, it it was our first one in the future. I would have like with everything. There were some there were some great moments. I'm glad they we had our moments with you know some of the TNG cast. It can't be TNG, and, and I'm looking forward to the next two seasons because that's all we're getting. We're getting two more seasons, and that's it. So, I just like it because oh, it's Patrick a continuation. Stewart, I mean, let's let's pray that we get through COVID and you get two more seasons. I hate to say it, the man's in good shape, but he's not getting any younger. Let's put it that he's, way. He's fine. He's been reading um, Shakespearean sonnets all throughout this, so I mean, he's good. But I mean, but Bill Shatner's still kicking and still like working at eighty something. You're like, so I, I don't know these guys. <laughs> well, are in the well, get, go well, forever. Picard, well, Picard, like. You know, Patrick Stewart's like in his seventies. He's portraying an over 90, 95, 96 year old man. So take that oh, for what it is. The timeline. He's, he's about ninety five, ninety six Picard in the timeline. So, mm-hmm. Katie, you have all the dogs, and it's really making me sad. Like I just want one dog. I just want one. Yeah. And you're like, here's one. one. Here's one of my. They don't dogs. let you have me, Canada. Nathan, this is I can't get, 
I can get myself three meals a day, let alone having uh, a living right, being yeah, taken yeah, care yeah. of. I get it. I got three dogs. Yeah, but when I snuggle up with you. Around here. Mm-hmm. I had a dog for 12 years. Look, here's Batman back. We got our Batman back. No, 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 Back again. Sorry. All right. Did y'all start talking about it? No. no, we wouldn't. We wouldn't do that. To you, oh, I mean, it's cool. I, I'm I was just gonna like introduce your little it. girl. I, don't know I was where like to your little start. girl fan screen. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, cool. I know where to start. I know where to start. Start us start off then. Saying all you assholes out there, haters, it was like it's not real. It's not real. This is all I got. Let me look around. Hang on. Let me look around. Oh, look! I can definitely find a couple fucks to give all you assholes because <laughs> you deserve it. All you people, you assholes that were going at it. Now that I got that out of my system. Let's talk about Snyder Cut. All right, let's go, guys, because we are actually getting it. Let's talk Clearly, you've it. seen Henry Cavill's message of be uh, humble and nice, guys. All right. okay. Oh, man, Wait. fuck yeah. those people, dude. Because, you know what, as much as they called a lot of people toxic, you know what, there were some real toxic fucking check marks out there, too. Yeah. Even though they'll never own up to it. And when you show them their receipts and stuff, is all they do is block them. Like, oh, oh, I never said that. Like, his, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't there. F those guys. Not the people who were like, oh, I don't know if it's really real or not. The people that were skeptical. Whatever, that's fine. Like, that's whatever. But I'm talking to the people that were some real shitty assholes back. Or not, but you know what I mean. Like, it was real fucking snarky about it. Some real bullshit. Like, those people eat a bunch of, like, take a whole bag of dicks, sit on all those motherfuckers. F you. Well, look, here's my thing about it is. Nathan, I, I don't think you've expressed yourself enough. Right. <laughs> got I, your, I, I haven't I got, got, got your you. point. I uh, mean. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Let's move on. But no, look, look at it like you this. Just, like, kick us off because my mouth. I know. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of people posting stuff online talking about, you know, now finally the Snyder Cut will be over and all these toxic fans can be gone and this and that. And, I mean, that's, that's, that's great if that's your opinion. But here's the thing is. You're putting a big umbrella under a lot of people, or over a lot of people, because I'm a Snyder. I'm a, I was a uh, release of Snyder Cut uh, support person. I, like I supported that cause. I like Zack Snyder. I'm not an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I get that there were, like you were saying, Nathan. There are people that oh, are I'm in an this, asshole, but I wasn't that, like that out there on the internet. Right. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> I'm an asshole. But when you sure. really well, look meeting, at it, you know, he has standards. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know what? I'm like. I'm like I'm kind of, you know like I've got my I've got my moral code you know and I'm I'm a real asshole but I I, I direct it well okay I don't just let it loose on the world I just direct it the places it needs to go. Well, my only my only point about it is like really when you look at any aspect of life like that, especially when it comes to media and people liking or not liking a piece of media, there's going to be people on both sides of every argument of everything that are like that. I mean, it just depends on what your point of view is on it. Now, like I said, I'm not excusing toxic fans who are assholes no. that do this, but nope. at the same time, for every one you could find that would do that, you would find somebody else that was the exact same way on the opposite side of the argument. You know, but there are a lot of great Snyder fans out there, and a lot of great of people who supported this say, cause. You know, and now we're finally getting the fruit for one. For every one toxic asshole, you were missing out on the 50 good ones out there who were trying to do this the right way. Because, I mean, like, you know, people like to talk about the people that wanted the Snyder Cut was a vocal minority. The toxic ones in there, because they were there. Because I seen them, but I ain't got no time for them. Like, that's that was the minority, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, you know what I'm saying. I mean, just look, I mean, just look at the community itself and, like, putting this behind the... You know the American Federation of Suicide Prevention. You know it's mm-hmm. it's it, it it was a cause we could get behind. You know that you know in some way, shape, or form, we've all been touched by someone who's taken their own life in in, in 
and it's and it's unfortunate and we always ask the questions why and things like that not you know it you know obviously the boss is Zack Snyder's own daughter you know it's mm-hmm. it's something good came out of this yes the Snyder cut is going to happen and we've got the confirmation of that but we have to, what's not getting focused on not we we keep on promoting because they want this to be a promotion is that this organization is more and more getting in the forefront to show and that that's what zach's been more promoting and anything else besides you know anything it's just like be good to each other let's focus on the good let's focus on it. like people who have been trolling since the news or finding ways people said they support it now trolling it in different ways let's just be happy that this is happening we're getting it hey i've waited over two years for this i'll wait as long as it takes to see it in whatever form it takes mm-hmm. i'm just happy mm-hmm. we're getting it mm-hmm. yeah amen well, amen and- chris good Good, sir. And so, so people have to remember a lot of times that social media is only ninety eight percent of, not ninety eight percent. It's like the the few, not the many. Like, there's not a lot of people who are going to be vocal on social media. So, like, this truly the the fandom menace, the Zack Snyder bad guys, I, I don't know what to call them, but, like, those people aren't the majority of fans. And so, yeah. like, that's the biggest problem people have yet to remember is that, yes, we're seeing a crap ton of them, but they don't represent everyone. Well, Social media, you hear the negative louder than you hear the positive. Mm-hmm. You always hear the negative louder than the positive. Yes. Like, And I, I know, like, personally being a reviewer who, like, publishes book reviews and everything, like, I, I can publish the most positive review of a book in the world, but an author or a director might only reach onto the negative. Right. And so, like, mm-hmm. because people don't want to hear, like, the good criticisms of mm-hmm. things. People only want to focus on the negatives to see, okay, how can I fix that? But mm-hmm. you're missing the positive reactions to what your material is bringing. Mm-hmm. And, and you know the thing is too, when it comes to that, Katie is is it's not it's there's even more to it than just that. Like <clears throat> you can write an article that has a lot of great positive points, but somebody can see a lot of negative points in it. It could also matter about what kind of day that person's having while they're reading that article. Mm-hmm. You know that can change their opinion of what they focus on and what they do, which is why it's better to look at movies and these type of things more than once. But it, it even comes down to that. So somebody may not be having a good day and see this movie or read that article and pull the negative stuff out of it and that's forever burned in their 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 head of what mm-hmm. this piece of media is it's something negative i associated with that and it it sucks you know it really does yeah what one of my good friends mara Mar- mario oh, i always butcher his name god dang it mario francisco robles who ran oh. revenge of the fans does the fanboy like he can all the time say like that he he watched Guardians of the Galaxy and hated it, mm-hmm. but then he watched it multiple times and came around to it. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, it all just kind of depends on whatever kind of day you're having because, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is a fun film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for people who are looking for a deeper meaning, they might not see it until they watch it three or four times. Right. So even it, yeah, scratch the surface a little bit. Yeah. But even like Katie's, Katie's not a big fan of Snyder's DC movies. Which, mm-hmm. to me, is perfectly fine because I don't see Katie every day saying, Snodder sucks, Snodder's a piece of crap, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, people, oh, yeah, attacking thing, yeah. him. Right. Katie just Katie right. just says, I don't like the movie. These are a couple of reasons why. 
I'm happy that you enjoyed the movie. Right. I will. I will not come in to if you're discussing the movie. I will not come in and rain on your parade. Mm-hmm. I will just go on and focus on something that I like. And there's right. not I, enough I, of that in this world. Right. Yeah, well, and, and, like exactly. I'll give you the point. I'll give you the points that I'm. Like I, I'll give you the points that I don't like. Like it, sure. I said it in my Snyder Cut article. Like. I don't like the third act of Man of Steel. Like point blank, like that that does not represent Superman to me. I'm glad you think that it's good and it's a unique interpretation <laughs> that kind of leads more to what you're looking mm-hmm. for. But mm-hmm. that's that's no, not what I was looking for out of that. Yes, film. but you, like it's I said, you don't attack people you that that yeah. article was very well written uh, for yeah. somebody that don't enjoy it. I, I, right. I commend you right. because it's just a mature look, and you exactly. look at the, this creator was hired for a vision look. to do five films. And because of a backlash on second film, think about this now. If they would have let him do his art, it'd be over already. They wouldn't have got in. They wouldn't have got in, and they would have just been able to go on. And mm-hmm. like you said in the article, Katie, his casting has been pretty fantastic. Yeah. Like yep. with Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, uh, Jason. It's, yeah. it's Henry just Cavill, like, Henry Cavill. Henry like, Cavill. Like he's he, yeah, on he, Superman. He even like <laughs> looks like it. Like Katie might have an issue with the material that he's has sure. to act. But she still thinks he's a good and Superman and Clark Kent, which, you know. Did you guys hear that? Like, my favorite movie is Man of Steel. Like, my favorite movie. Katie doesn't <laughs> like, they just like, and it falls apart. And, like, look at us. We can still, like, conversate. And we don't have to go at each other's throats. And, like, you know what I mean? We don't have to be shitty to each other because she doesn't like, you know what I mean? Like, look. Like, we're proof right here. We're right here. I've had plenty of conversations of Man of Steel as well because my other half, that's his mm-hmm. favorite movie, too. So mm-hmm. we discussed mm-hmm. it at least. I don't know. Like right. every so often, like we had a she conversation wanted, about she, last night. So. She wanted to say once a day. She wanted to say once a day. <laughs> <laughs> At one yeah. point, it was I, that. So I mean, it's. <laughs> well, uh, my wife, my wife Jamie, she already knows. She'll come home and like she can just any any scene it's in, even if it's like the Paul Kent or the flashbacks or anything mm-hmm. where you don't explicitly see Superman. She knows exactly. Oh, Man of Steel again. Yep. 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 Well, hey well, Nathan. Like, oh, good. Sorry. Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to point out so, that uh, Legendary Bearded Geek in the chat says that uh, you're his spirit animal. <laughs> so, Nathan's his spirit animal. Thanks, man. But, uh, Thanks, go ahead. Man. Uh, so, like, it, and it kind of all depends on where your fandom is going from. Like, with Star Wars, I, I could come up with any reason. Like, my boyfriend, when we got out of The Rise of Skywalker... Like he was, he had all these questions and was like, "But this doesn't make sense." And I was like, "Well, if you look at it this way, he Palpatine could have been a clone, or like mm-hmm. the Last Jedi." Like because I'm a huge Star Wars fan, my brain thinks like that, and my brain can sure. say, "Okay," it can reach out and grab certain aspects and go, "Okay," but this is the most logical conclusion, and I don't need factual proof to go off of that. I can just kind of build a trail. Most people who saw the Rise of Skywalker were were not necessarily my level <laughs> <laughs> who could who could pull out legends uh, era, sequel trilogy as a whole right. <laughs> like, I loved it <laughs> the DC yeah. stuff I mean Nathan Greg yes. y'all host DC Alliance clearly y'all have a little more DC background than I do I mean my whole background in DC before this was the Justice League animated com- animated series that was on Boomerang that's where, I, that's where I got my start. <laughs> Still a good that's basis, it. yeah. So that is not a wrong way to start, right? No, not at all. <laughs> but it, it, it all kind of goes down to what material do you know, and how well can you 
expand on that without having the actual evidence to kind of back it up. What do you put your brain? But your your brain knows the mechanics of Star Wars, so it was a lot easier for you to be like, oh, it could be this, this, and this. But like you to a general audience person that doesn't know, they go, the hell just happened? You know, like what just just happened? Not this cat. This cat was like, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Zoom, zoom, Star Wars. (laughs) You know, you you look look at how this all kind of went down, in the sense of, you know, I I've never seen so much just. Oh my gosh! How did how did this happen? How did like this go completely awry? Awry, and and just from Man of Steel to BVS to oh my gosh, we got to write this ship so quickly. I mean. You look in a playbook of how to make a movie. You've done twenty six things on the top of the on top of the list of what you don't do if something doesn't react the right way. Like you do not just like gut check react and say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We gotta change this. Gotta change this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's 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 not do the film done by Reddit at this point because we see what happens with that. And and this is. This is again, fo- again focusing on the positive. We've got new executives in place. We've got new people in place that want to right a wrong, and they see that there's a demand for it at this point. And you know, the Hollywood Reporter article, Deborah Snyder, Zack Snyder have said it best. And, and, no, excuse me, Deborah said it best is that because of streaming, we can do this in a way that will reach new audiences and possibly build something that we wanted to to finish the story. Yes. No. Well, I and, wonder. And here's the thing that people. Oh. No, so, sorry, well, I, mean, I was just wondering because reading that same article too, you know, since she did mention the, the streaming aspect of it, if we weren't, if the world wasn't in the situation it was right now, I mean, even you know, I'm sure he had this in talks, you know, had planning or whatnot. It just seems it's an opportune moment for them because now they don't really have to focus on the theatrical release. So well, that's, Sarah, what, that's, that's what I was gonna say. Well, oh, sorry, to both they, you guys. They, they already lost money. They already lost money. The Justice League is already a wash. Technically, this is a twenty million dollar new project to just to basically to get streamers in it. Because just well, whatever you know, what I mean, years ago they already considered that a wash. They're not counting that as the budget from that and this. They're thinking twenty million dollars or thirty to finish this, and this goes on the stream. This is basically a high budget streaming show for them. Mm-hmm. This was this was made and this was put into works before all this pandemic yes. craziness right. happened. It was the day after. Gal and Ben and everybody to the release the, mm-hmm. the, the Snyder Cut. And no, I'm not disputing that. They came to it, um, but they wanted the to put they wanted to put it on the back burner. They asked if they wanted to put it on the back burner mm-hmm. when this started, and Debbie was like, "No, the production com- <laughs> uh, like the production companies BFX. are they don't have work right now, so mm-hmm, exactly. like, we would love to help them out and keep them working." So that's yeah, all. Like, like I said, an opportune time, yes. really. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I like the idea that you know people seem to forget. Like, he's like, oh, they're gonna they're turning episodes. Like that's Zach's idea too. Mm-hmm. Zach put that mm-hmm. out there. He, yeah. he, because he then you can get whatever, the four hour cut. You, he can get whatever cut. And then I'm seeing things today of people saying, well, he says it's gonna be completely different. That's not the Snyder cut. That's not what was it. It's oh. his project right guys mm-hmm. it's his right. project it's the same thing that people say well i hate that you know special editions of well, star wars because that's that's his vision right you don't have to like it. you don't have to True. do it like this is what he gets he gets an, a way to finish or complete the mm-hmm. way he wanted like he has had over two years to think about this mm-hmm. right. there are probably things in his quote-unquote reels that he has shown that he may you know say now that i've got an opportunity 
I may do something a little different in this way. I may do something different. I'm going to get it done now that I've had two years well, to think about people it. Let are him holding do the, people are holding that little reshoot. Sorry, Greg. That little reshoot thing is like, oh, they're going to come back because his movie's not done. That's basically for Harry Lennox. And if they can get like one or two, that's not. I would love it. God, I would yeah. love it. I don't want to get my hopes up, but I don't think I don't think Ben Affleck's <laughs> putting the suit back on for reshoots. No. You know what I mean? I he might reshoot dialogue, happening. but he's not. Yeah, ADR, no. ADR, because he can do that at home. He can get his little recording booth at home and give him ADR. At that, I do see. But I mean, like I see maybe if he can get Harry Lennox, and if he needs Amy Adams or uh, uh, Diane Lane, if he needs one of those two, they might do it for him, so they can get that one little scene in and go. Sorry, James, go ahead. No, I just want to say that I've never heard anybody. That ever work with Zack Snyder say a bad I, word about Zack Snyder no. ever. All these right, compliments, we, yeah. all this how good he is. I don't I don't doubt that if Zack said to Ben, I need you to get in the bad suit for two okay. for two days, I don't okay. doubt that he would do that just listening to yep, yep. him talk on Fat Man on Batman. Don't get my hopes up. He yeah. said that uh, <laughs> he said that like he saw you know what he's I do. Nathan, he signed on for Zach's five movie yeah, plan. That's what he signed on for. Like he, he was disgruntled about the changes that were made. And now he's in a good made. place. Mm. And now he's in a good place in his life again. This is true. Don't well, get my hopes up, though. Well, well, Katie, Katie, I want to give you props for your um, article too, because one of the points that you made was Greg's basically saying that <laughs> <laughs> was, was basically saying that this is his opportunity to show his movie. This is his. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought that wasn't fair because. You know, he left because of a, a god-awful situation, and then somebody came in and just basically just, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and Warner Bros. is known for being one of those studios that allows for director integrity. Sorry, Greg. You're good. So yeah. The fact that they just cut him off after, uh, after critical reception to BBS and mm-hmm. then kind of pushing him away, like, that that kind of gives Warner Bros. a bad name. Like, one of the main things that I'm interested in Snyder Cut for is the fact that it allows directors to have the freedom. I've talked about this before. Like, with Marvel, like, I want to see directors. I don't want to see Disney films. I don't want to see... Producer-driven. Or, yeah, yeah, I don't want to see producer-driven. Like, mm-hmm. I, I go to see Christopher Nolan movies. I go to see Zack Snyder movies. Like, I love 300. I, like, d- there's no, directors yeah. out there that I love. And this is smart as somebody have, one day. Have great vision. Well, I was going to say, be- on, be- before Go. we get away from that, Katie, uh, plug your, your article there that, that Sarah was talking about. <laughs> so I have an article on fullcirclecinema.com. It's called, I didn't like Snyder's DCEU, but I'm excited <laughs> for the Snyder cut. <laughs> um, that's literally the title. It, it's very unique. But I, I I do try to hit on a lot of points that I personally see, like the artistic integrity, making sure directors have their voice involved and the producing studio isn't overriding them. Um, I do talk about Star Wars at the very end, like the last like three sentences. <laughs> I was like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, what were you going to say, right. Greg? Okay. I got to put it out there. I'm glad you put that out there. What I wanted to say was we kind of buried the lead with this story. We backed kind of into this story. So we haven't really explained. I'm sure everybody listening knows. We haven't really explained. So what was it? Was it Monday evening or Tuesday morning it came out that Zack Snyder was going to do? Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. Well, no, that was the day he did it. When the announcement So the announcement came out Monday. He's going to do a commentary of Man of Steel, much like he did BVS. 
Uh, it was at a very awkward time on Wednesday morning. Yes. It kind of sucked. I couldn't watch it, but I did time my lunch perfectly so I could listen to the last <laughs> hour of it, which is perfect. I did the same thing. Yeah, I, I, on my way, I'm driving yeah. my truck. I plug my headphones in so I can at least listen to the last bit of it. And I may sound dumb for saying this, but when Henry Cavill came on, I knew that they were. I thought they were taking fans to come on for the show for the end. And I heard mm-hmm. Henry Cavill, and I was like, oh, my boy Travis got on. But, uh, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't Travis. <laughs> this, uh, this compliment ever. Yeah. This compliment ever. It wasn't Travis. But, uh, but yeah, that was basically uh, it. And then the, uh, he went through a whole slew of questions at the end, and the one lady asked the question at the very end that was the biggest about the Snyder Cut. Uh, Zack Snyder puts the picture out of Snyder's, what was it, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, HBO 2021. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We 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 didn't talk about any of that, but that's what brought us to the Snyder Cut stuff. So, <laughs> and then um, the fandom yeah. at once all needed a cigarette afterward. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it it, it was so so good, you know, that everything has been behind it. Like they were ready. The PR was ready for it as soon as yes. that was released. Everything HBO PR, HBO Max, TNT, anything right. Warner Brothers. I'll be going to Subway to get one of the cups that would eventually ties into this because you know Subway's been on board since day one. Like I'll be oh. scooping up. So I don't care. Yep. I don't care if I got to just get a Subway wrapper that's got the Justice League on. I'm gonna take that shit home. <laughs> well, <laughs> and just the fact that they had a promo tied into the watch party for HBO Max. Yeah. I mean, they they mm-hmm. they were ready for this, and to see Henry Cavill come on. He has gotten a lot of unfair flack because he's been silent. Speak with the God damn it. He had the stash. He even, he, he had the, the infamous stash. But he has gotten so much unfair flack saying, why is he not saying it? Why? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. No, no. He is the most political one of the whole group because he, he, he wants to keep the cape. He wants to do this. He loves this character so much. He's negotiating, he's negotiating, negotiating, and when you're in these negotiations, he wants it so much that he is being quiet as much as he can because he doesn't want to tick off the wrong people and say he can't do it anymore. And the fact that he came on, the fact that we're hearing he's got a new deal that's more than just Snyder's cut, that's probably going to be a little more. Again, this is a guy that really wants to do do this character right, and that's okay he's being political. Affleck, Godot... Ray Fisher, everything they, they, Momoa, Momoa. they, they, they have. (laughs) I mean, it's even more impressive that Ray Fisher, Ray Fisher is being political too. He has not said one bad word or anything like that. But Momoa, Affleck, Godot, they could say whatever they want, particularly Momoa. But everyone else has been political (laughs) and silent. So, because he want, he knows how important this character is. He, he is one of us. He is a fan, and the fact that he got on, he is the last one to get on, and the things like that. Bravo. You know, I'm so happy that he can shut up a lot of people and saying he was he, he's finally a supporter. He's always been a supporter. That's he has awesome. always been a supporter. Mm-hmm. Awesome to see. Uh, was I the only one that raised the roof a little bit when I seen Cavill come on or heard him? I was like, oh! Oh shit! <laughs> like I was back in oh, shit. You know what I mean? All I know back in the day. You saw yeah. my life. Oh my god, Henry Cavill just qu- crashed the watch party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I know well, is my watch started going it said, ham. It said Vero <laughs> powered by Zoom, and then I was like, oh shit, what are we about to be in for? Because it said that the whole time down the, in the mm-hmm. in the thing. Because I couldn't watch, but every once in a while, in between stops, I could get pick it up for just a second, and I'll see a little right. bit of it, and I'm like, all right, I had to put it down and go <laughs> do more work, get back in the truck, go to the next stop. I was just excited to see um, Cavill's Instagram post because it was like right there, right mm-hmm. there. And does he have? Does he own any other shirts other than blue uh, tank tops? 
Because somebody put a collage together of him over the last yeah. like, year, just nothing but that same blue tank top. And I think it's hilarious. If Dude. I looked like him, I'd, that's all I'd wear would be blue. I was going to say, if I look like Henry Cavill, like that's all I'd wear is tank tops. Yeah. I wouldn't even Actually, have a shirt. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I wouldn't wear a shirt most no, of the time. I would just yeah. walk out of the house like, shirt, smirk, what's up? <laughs> I'd be like, this is the, the reason why I'm eating chicken breasts and rice. You're lucky I'm not just walking around Speedo all day just being like, look at this chiseled body. <laughs> <laughs> Writing that down. One. But yeah. I mean, even look at even look at today is the three year anniversary of when Snyder walked away from the film. Mm-hmm. This this is very this is a happy ending to what you know. I know we don't have the film out yet, so me saying it, you know, happy ending is it? But I'm saying like this is this is over two years, three years of fans who have been behind this that were were getting. How many times can we say we got we're getting what we wanted? We're getting we're we're getting this wish of of seeing him conclude this. I mean, mm-hmm. you saw if you're on Vero, you saw Deborah Snyder posted saying thank you to the fans, thank you for staying with us, thank you for supporting this, thank you to everyone, the cast and crew that's been with them. It's this has been and we've seen it so much time. It's been it's been rough being a DC EU fan. It has. Yeah, I want to put special shout out, special shout out to AT and T too, because I don't think if the merger doesn't happen, I don't think this happens at all. I don't no, think we get this in place. Shout I think out to that, the guy running the account because uh, that we, gets the shit. <laughs> we got to let people know that uh, the movie was pushed. If anybody thinks that when you seen that first scene of Henry Cavill with that CGI work, and and you look at it and you think that movie is ready for mass mass consumption. You don't deserve to have an executive job. You don't deserve to have an editing job. Yeah, but there, are, put, there, there have been bad, bad, you know, examples. Yeah, of but CGI Greg, this is, their movies, their so. averse, this is their Avengers, right. and this your first scene is, is Superman on a phone going like the, the should have smashed it. Well, they wanted that. to get it out of the way. You know, get so, the bad part out of the way. The execs, the execs at WB wanted that out there because they were in line for bonuses if they hit a certain quota, which mm-hmm. is exactly what happened, and then. AT&T came in, bottom, heads rolled, people lost mm-hmm. their jobs, and I, I, not going to lie, I think it's a little uh, little satisfying that Toby Embrick had to call Zack mm-hmm. Snyder mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. after that campaign, had to call his agent and say, yeah, we understand that this is actually something, we're succeeding that this is like, a real movement. Basically, hey, we fucked up, will you, will you want to come back and maybe do this? <laughs> Can you just imagine the smile on Zach, like Zach's all hell, we would say, but could you imagine the smile on his face where he's just like, he's probably got his hand over the phone, be like, Debbie, get I don't think he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He'd get back and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, what was that, Emmerich, what'd you say? These motherfuckers are gonna pay us, they, I know they come back, just put it back in there. <laughs> But now that thirty million, if it's even what it is, that's not yeah. even a percentage point of what AT and T has put into uh, HBO Max. Like sure. they put in four billion for sure. content, oh, and it's not even a percentage point. And this it's is I don't, zero, zero, is, seven, I, don't, five. I don't I don't care what people are saying. Some people like, oh, this isn't a service seller. Bull shit, yeah. and especially since I think it's coming out episodically. And you know, because Zach Zach and Debbie made the presentation no, where he said, hey, here's your that. cliffhangers. Here's your clip. Bullshit. Give it to me because that. That, gets no. people, that gets people coming back for a month. No, Griff, I, I don't, don't think that. that a movie, I don't think that one movie is a service seller. I really don't no, personally. No. I don't no, think want, that one movie. They want movie, the miniseries of it. And then yeah, we get I more movie that, that way. 
I think that the miniseries type deal. No, I don't want that, man. No, I'm sorry. Even if it's a movie, they're gonna have I don't want. I don't want like four 45 minute cuts of the of the Zack Snyder Justice League. But I don't want that. You're not gonna get a four and a half hour clips on my fucking phone. Yeah, you're not gonna get it. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting if you do. If you get four and a half hours as a movie, you know. Again, I said it before the show. I will take whatever I can get at this point of whatever Zack Snyder. This is Zack. Zack Snyder wants to. Do it six six episodes, make it a mini series. Hey. Go for no, it. Give me give thirty me second clips for the next four every day for the next four years till it gets out. I don't care. I just want to see it. Uh, yeah, I, I get you there. I'm, I'm the same way. I just want to see it, but man, I don't want to see it. You know what though? I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting. This I was gonna cut. say. It's, it's I, I'm gonna record this yeah. and I'm gonna play it, it, it back. Right, 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 right. Episode three was so good. My money. Wait and see what happens. My money was on. When, as soon as I heard about HBO Max and the Snyder Cut, you know, with all the WB whatnot, I said it's going to be on there. It's going to be there. That's right. how and it's going to be put out. And the fact that they've had Justice League be a huge part of the HBO Max pro- yes. promotion, even after yes. it bombed, and then like having a distinct billboard dedicated to solely the Justice League photo, like. Mm-hmm. And nobody else on there. Like, it's literally pic- picture the, the, from the Justice League. Like, everyone knew it was coming. Hey, it was yeah. if, the Snyder cut, if the Snyder Cut goes well and people really love it, do you think they go back into Shazam and they just they just edit Henry Cavill's head on the body there at the end? <laughs> 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 they, they, they put Henry Cavill's head back on there. Like, all right, guys. All right, I'm we fucked up. Here we go. It's not Trump. So cool. it's possible. Uh, I think that uh, just wanted to say another thing, like watching, for example, like Mandalorian or yes. the Michael, the Last Dance Michael Jordan documentary. I enjoyed yes. just as much uh, after watching the two episodes, going online for the next five days and talking about it with other people, hearing sure. other people's thoughts, hearing other people's like what, what the, we're doing you tell right me now. you tell me I wouldn't download a DC film squadcast podcast every every Monday morning after the Sunday night first episode mm-hmm. of Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped a hundred percent I would love every bit of that content yeah you, you do that at the DC Alliance yeah. And, and, and oh, geez, sorry. Yeah. But they've just they've just been with it. They've been with it since BBS. That's how I found them. But uh, I think that that's the service seller. The service seller is not yes. putting a four-hour movie on there a whole one time because mm-hmm. anybody can get free trial for a week. Absolutely. Someone like me, I don't even I don't even have access to HBO Max. I'm just hoping that uh, a different service streaming app that got a lot of HBO content. We'll get it. So I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Greg doesn't want any foreplay. He just wants to go right for it. Right. You Greg, that's the whole right? thing. You just exactly. slow down. Well, what if what if they give you the option of both? What if they give you the option of you can watch it as a one movie piece set, or you can watch it in the episodic? Like the, at, after, the six, at, after the six after the six come out, yeah. you can watch it. No. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Yeah, are yeah. we going to get a physical? I think that's what will happen. Are we going to get a physical copy? Can you get a physical copy of this movie? You will eventually. I have a DVD. I have a DVD burner on my new computer. I will burn a copy (laughs) myself. I will call you and send you my address. You can just make me one. Well, Man of Steel and BBS are still the two highest uh, blue, like physical, physical copies of all the DCEU movies. They're the highest grossing. That's what I've been always saying is. There is a market for the physical copy, even if this sure. was on a streaming service. I'm right here. Personally. I'll buy one. Right. Well, there's like it's almost like 200 million in sales for, if you combine both of them. 
uh, Man of Steel was rocketed up there forever in terms of sales. Sales. So I think that, like Chris said, you are going to get it eventually. Well, yeah, I mean, and for it to be the only thing that doesn't have a physical copy, like Netflix's episode TV stuff has physical copies, like Titans has physical copies, Doom Patrol has physical copies. You're you're not gonna say, oh yeah, this is gonna be the one thing you can't get a right. physical copy for I, after I, everything I, comes out. Like I want the steel book though. <laughs> I don't know about that. Steel book. I, I've I've got my steel book. It's by Jim Lee and the and the version that's in there will be it, it will be just quickly tossed out. in the trash just to put it in there. Like a lot of people have said, <laughs> I cannot wait to put it in there. Yeah. But I do want to give a plug. This is a great great thing, great ending to his, his story. Um, uh, Sean O'Connell. It yeah. has been writing the release of Snyder book and, and is chronicling this and, and bravo to him to for putting this together. I'm glad someone is, but you know, a great ending to a story about what he's doing. You know, again, it's I, I'm as soon as that book goes live, I can't wait to read it sure. just because this is, this is that story is probably, you know, I when can't we, wait for you to read it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be listening. You do it on video so we can watch you do it. <laughs> oh, good. Bedtime stories with Chris Balga. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Making me blush. <laughs> you, know, it, it, I, you know, this is one of those things that even Zach said, you know, someone 20 years from now is going to be do, you know, getting this for a documentary, you know, like we have, you know, Superman lives. What happened? You know, that is an outstanding documentary about the Nick yeah. Cage thing that never happened. Right. You know, I'm equating this book to being on that level and, and definitely check him out. Check his stuff out. I mean, it's the, the, these are things that we want to see have this happy ending and we're getting it in whatever form we want to do it. Bring it on! And this this is gonna be people say, "Oh, you get another year, dude." I've waited three freaking years for seeing anything. I'll wait another year. I'll wait. I'll wait till it's done. I know it's coming. Just to point out too, what Chris is talking about with the book, he is not a like hardcore DCEU fan either. He wasn't like Man of Steel, like ah, like he's not like that. He's more of an MCU fan. Listening to his interview on the DC Film Squadcast, he uh, he's not coming at it from a, like a hardcore devoted fan he just saw like he heard read everything about it and was really intrigued at how a studio could do this and how this all could happen and he dug deeper and deeper and found and found all the stuff about it and i i'll respect that even more because he's coming at it from more of a neutral place than like a, a snotter cut unbiased like 100% yeah an unbiased neutral place oh that's refreshing <laughs> well, look, there's only one more thing about the Snyder Cut that I wanted to point out, and then you guys can point out whatever else you wanted What's to, up? or about this whole movement <laughs> thing. Is I, I want to talk about how people are uh, discussing how the general audience is going to take it. Because I know that for us, most of us being big Snyder fans, and if not necessarily Snyder fans, at least excited mm -hmm. in, in the know and excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, but I've heard a lot of people saying general audience is not going to care about this, isn't that? I disagree, because... I you know I work in an office with about a hundred people in the office, and I think the day this came out, I sent this message to a, you know a few people about about it happening, and uh, yeah, I got a hundred people in my office. Um, but uh, I, I think that uh, social distancing. Right. Yeah, I think that uh, I had a bunch of messages back that that are not huge like podcast listeners or huge comic book fans, but enjoy the movies, enjoyed the DCU or enjoy you know MCU movies and that kind of thing. 
that were super psyched about this. They said they wanted to see this. They knew, even as general audience fans that are not huge into the the uh, the, the background of this, they knew that the Justice League was not what it was supposed to be, type deal. Um, so I think I think that it's going to have a much bigger impact on general audience than people are giving it credit for right now. Or I think people are expecting it to. Nobody really care. But if you see it on HBO Max and you like these kind of movies, you're going to watch it. I mean, that's all there is well, to it. Good. Yeah. And, like, my mom, my mom could care less for Marvel, but she absolutely Shout loves out DC. Mom Strap. No. Justice, <laughs> Justice League is her favorite group. And so, like, when she saw the Justice League movie, she wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Because we've never seen Justice League in life. She is such a whore like the rest of us. Did she come out scarred for life from seeing that movie like the rest of us did? No, like And I was like, yeah. okay, so see how his mustache, like how his upper lip looks like really jacked up, and she's like, What are you talking about? Don't point at me like that when you say that shit. <laughs> 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 and like Batman, he, Superman, Wonder Woman. I mean, they're gonna sell. I mean, people are gonna see them. They know who the characters are. It and, doesn't and, matter what, whether it's theatrical, whether it's streaming, whether it's animated. It doesn't matter. People, the, general audience is going to be interested. Right. Well, they know it, the the, you've already seen again. I pointed out earlier the marketing Gross. machine behind this. There are behind this. So when it is as it starts coming out, as we start getting trailers, as it starts getting closer, the marketing machine will be there to make sure that the mainstream audience understands what happened, why this is going this way, and why why this is important. And Warner Brothers will say, We screwed up. Mm-hmm. We have always been thought of as the director driven, the art tour directed studio. Mm-hmm. We screwed up. We're making it right. And this is the this is what we want. Please leave us alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, give us us your give us your money and leave us alone. And and that's what they're going to do. And I think that's how you sell it to the mainstream audience. Because you're right, Greg. Right now, America's like, huh? What? You know, unless people like us who know known this and lived and breathed this and wanted this, Mm -hmm. I give it time. This is this is they will they will promote this right. But I just just want to point out one thing. I just want to point one thing before he's attacked. Justice League is not going to be on the HBO Max service as well, the, the original Justice mm-hmm. League movie, mm-hmm. which, you know, when we're gearing up towards the almost release of that Snack Snodder's Justice League, I'm sure HBO is going to push on their app, like put Man of Steel and BBS front and center. Right. And, be, and then your general audience, people who have not watched those films, will look at it and watch it. And then they'll You're be like, think Justice League friends. is going to come soon. Friends is also on there, which is a service so for some people, believe it or not. And Big Bang Theory is also a service Very seller. true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are my fall asleep shows. I'm well, looking I'm at my so sniffing the office. I'm looking yeah, at my sniffing I mean, at others' 10 seasons of Friends on DVDs right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, but that is, that's going to be, and plus, like, there's a catalog of movies that they've got that people don't remember that they, they yeah. either have the rights to or that they produced mm-hmm. or their, their uh, subsidiary companies did, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's gonna be more on it. But but at launch though, the only like new thing they got is I think a new Looney Tunes coming out, which I thought it was hilarious. The new, the Looney Tunes account come out and was like uh, hashtag Zack Snyder's Justice League. Like they were all excited about it. I'm like, well that was uh, strange. But I write Looney Tunes. I'm I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, well I think... so they they've also got Doom Patrol coming in June. Yes. Yep. But Doom it's Patrol not immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't forget Late Night with Elmo. 
<laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't want to see that. Yeah. I, I just rewatched the original Muppet movie, and that movie is still great. And I just got the Blu-ray. And I got like I still love that movie. Okay, mm-hmm. like, Elmo Muppet or Sesame Street great. person? Hey Nathan, uh, if, you Muppet, if you would have if you would have told yourself at like sixteen or fifteen years old that when you were what, what thirty-five. That on a Thursday, uh, yeah, that on a Thursday night at home, you'd be putting on the Muppet movie and enjoying it. And what, what would you the think? Shit out of it. Yeah, what would you think? Uh, <laughs> my sixteen-year-old self would have punched my thirty-four-year-old self right in the nose yeah. and said, "What have you done to me?" And then, but you know, I don't give a shit. But, I mean, I, I don't care. I still love that movie. No, I, 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 I put I it on too, and yeah. it was still just as good. And now I picked up even more of the references because it's been years since I've seen it. But mm-hmm. I picked up because you know, back in that day, like they put a more a lot more adult shit in there. Back in the other seventies and eighties, like Pixar and so, stuff does. Yeah, now. you pick up you pick up jokes. a lot more yeah. stuff in there, and I'm like, jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. you even look a, at Scoob that good. just released, and there's I just, so I much that. in there. I paid full price for the 4K. I just bought it. I'm so, so impressed, Greg. Put a knife right. to your back right. to do that. Watch it with my girls. They loved it. Well, it's because oh, I couldn't right. find That's it for good. free first, but yeah. But I ended up paying for the whole thing. So yeah. But um. Uh, yeah. Oh, mom stuff. Well, y'all yeah, got. I have these little people in the background, so. Right. Like... Oh, you're good. Guest stars. Guest stars. Oh, yeah. Guest stars. Oh, yeah. Most of us got little people. Like my dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised we hadn't heard mm-hmm. my dogs yet tonight. They've been pretty quiet right now. Mine's over here asleep on the couch, so. Uh, <laughs> I would like to think, like, I mean, I, I, I'm super, like I said, so glad the Snyder Cut is coming. Mm-hmm. I think there's many other things on their service sellers, but the way they're already pumping it up now, I think when they really start rolling out, you got to think, Zach's putting together a trailer right now, which is going to be stuff that's, like that very, very first trailer we saw, that was a Zach trailer. Like, this trailer's going to be Zach's again, and that's going to build the hype up and put it out there, because, you know, that, that'll flood social media. It won't necessarily be from Zach Snyder's account, but, you know, uh, if you're a friends on, a, on Facebook or so if you're a YouTube regular, it's going to the algorithm. If you look up superhero stuff like this is going to come to you, it's going to get to more, more people out there as soon as the trailer comes. Cause like I said, we've got a, we got a whole new marketing, you know, like mm-hmm. rolling through. Cause like, what'd you guys say? HBO max like immediately had that out where they were like using the fans as the thing, because like they know, like they're going to start, they're going to drum this shit up. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're going, we are, we are good to go. So I, I think, even even if it's just for people to check in for a month, just to watch the four episodes of it, they're going to get that money for the month. And maybe while they're there, they find they find uh, maybe they like the new Elmo show or or the the new Looney Tunes, or maybe they they're like, you know what? I haven't seen all Big Bang Theory again. I'm going to stick here and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to fall asleep to a new episode each night. But if they can get you for that one, because you're going to get the month for what 15, 14, 13, whatever whatever it is, if you're already going to pay that once just because you're curious, you got the month. Just do it like that, yeah. and then they're going to hope that maybe you forget about it, or you go, or maybe maybe they don't even get it the first time, but that first episode comes out of Justice League, and people are going, holy shit, like, you got to see, like, this is a whole new movie, it's going in a direction I didn't see, and then somebody else goes, what, it's $15? Well, hell, I can get it for a month, and that's like going to the movies, I'll pay the $15, and then I got all the right. shit to check out. Mm-hmm. The marketing machine's going to slowly start rolling out, so I think they will get more general audience as they go, and more, they're... There's there's enthusiasm out there because like I said you got to think when it gets closer we'll have more Ben Affleck tweets more Gal Gadot tweets more Jason Momoa uh, you know what I mean like I said Ray Fisher like the, the machine will go we'll get Henry Cavill posts and stuff about it all these big giant colossal fandoms and these people that are behind it's all going to come together we'll get you'll get more you will get more uh, general audience 
than I do. And especially like if you're going to get it already, because like you know maybe you're the person that does want it just for friends, and you get it, but. You know, uh, when you got it, when this comes out, it's going to show. It'll be just like on Netflix and everything else when something's new. It'll be right at the top of your face. And if you've ever had any love for superheroes, you're going to go, ah, shit, I've already got the service. Click. Right. You know what I mean? That's exactly what I just said in the chat so, rooms now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and Travis does bring up a good point, though. Like, no, how do you sell them no. on the Snyder? <laughs> the, the biggest thing I think that has changed between the initial release of, of Justice League and at Zack Snyder's movies, not mm-hmm. necessarily Justice League, but like the dark aspect of superheroes. Like we've seen Joker come up. Um, yes. People we've are kind Logan. of yeah, Logan. People are more trying to get into the more psychological aspects of movies. Like those have been the hot topics and, recently. And Infinity Joker's War was pretty different. dark, really. If you think about it, like yeah. Infinity War was pretty fucking dark. They, they I went had to watch it four times years. without. I mean, (laughs) but there's stuff like that where it kind of says, okay, society is kind of changing. So you might draw in people more like that. But I mean, y'all said, okay, if I've got Justice League on here once, like if you have the childhood comic book fans who love Justice League, like my mom, for instance, you might say, okay, like I'll watch Justice League through. And then you might say, oh gosh, I hated it. And then you might get six months down the road and go, you know what? I could really use some superhero stuff. Like I love Justice League. Like, I don't care what happens. I just want to see my heroes on live action. Like, <coughs> and then they'll go for it. Like, mm-hmm. people are going to be drawn to this no matter what happens because it's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Like, sure, those are your heroes. There. Like, if you had asked me in 2006 about any comic book hero, I would have said, okay. You've got Batman, you've got Superman, you've got Wonder Woman, um, you've got Adam, because I was that geek, like, I like delving into the Justice League animated show, but you could not have told me who Thor was in Marvel, you could not have told me who, like, Iron Man was, uh, I knew vaguely about Captain America by- No wonder she's a Marvel hater. Travis, I mean, this explains it all, she just didn't know about it, she never had any exposure, that's why she hates it. Literally, I, I did not- I, I didn't know anything about Marvel before Iron Man. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. So, like, you're going to get those people on there. Sure, sure. Oh. Uh, Travis Snell's in the chat, too, man. What's up, Travis? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's totally. his point I just addressed. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was away from the mic. I don't have the chat yeah. up here. I can't I see if you can see. But okay. Hey, all y'all who are in the chat, man, go ahead and give a thumbs up for our first show. If we get, like, three thumbs up, hey. that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You have three thumbs up. I was Click. one of them. Do it? Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Click. yeah. I was one of them, too. We don't count, though. <laughs> shh, shh, but. Katie, don't pull, don't, don't pull back the curtain. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. No, it was my secret account. What are you talking about? Um... Well, do y'all have anything else y'all want to point out about the Snyder Cut, about Justice League, about anything that has come out with Zack Snyder and this news this week? I know it's been huge for us, but we're we're mm-hmm. super fans of mm-hmm. Snyder, mm-hmm. most of us. So five six uh, of did, us. So I saw something interesting. I didn't read the article because I'm trying to stay away from hate and trolls from and things reading, like that. We get it. We Well, no, I like reading. I just don't like reading. <laughs> It has nothing to do with people who disagree with my opinion at that point. You know, that's fine. I do read that. But, you know, I I caught the the title of it saying, you know, with the Snyder Cut and everything that Snyder's released, does this, has he, you know, 
blown all the secrets about his cut at that point. And I said, (laughs) well, here's the thing, you know, yeah, I agree on short answer is no. I think that there (coughs) is a lot of, we don't have context. We, we have scenes, we have, we we don't know where this falls. We don't know how it falls. I'm excited about, I really, really want to see dark side. I want to see that, that boom to moment. Where we yes. see Darkseid looking at yes, them, queen. and then it shuts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is that is a. I just want to see, you know, everything about it. Porter mm-hmm. getting to do his lines, be the voice, be the be the Darkseid incarnate that we have been waiting to hear and see. I want to see that history lesson. I want to see the Snyder effing history yes. lesson because mm. we know that we know that we got very 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 little of that in the movie, which I like, which is one of the better parts of it. But that even that was changed. But I want to see that history lesson. Like, let's go. We know that shit's gonna be awesome. All them Amazons and Atlanta, you know, and just everybody and the men just get. It reminds me of Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Because all those different people <laughs> coming together to come and whoop this ass. Like, I, I'm ready for it. A lantern. Like, let's go. I want to. Do we think? Okay, with with. Uh, with the Man of Steel watch party, and he goes into the Kryptonian ship for the first time. Snyder says, "You'll see, there's an open pod there," and then he said, "Stay tuned." Do we think I? My speculation has always been in the history lesson because he specifically says in that trailer, "No Kryptonians." Like they ran into a superpowered Kryptonian before. I think Supergirl's in the in the history lesson. I think well, she is fighting with the Lantern, the Amazons, the Atlanteans, and men. That'd be awesome. Well, just. Just watching the Man of Steel watch party on yeah. Wednesday, I can remember them saying that the ice around the Kryptonian scout ship was 10, over 20,000 20, okay. years old. Mm-hmm. So that may actually be the case, Nathan. Like, actually, yeah. never thought about that, to be honest with you. That and could Zach be. Zach said that. You know, uh, he said, he said that, like, you know, stay tuned. And like I said, that trailer specifically, no Kryptonians. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that was a dip, but like, they still, like, Man, that pod was open and it's been there. I think in the history lesson, I think so. Like, how else would he know about a superpowered Kryptonian? Because they gave up, they gave up their space travel all that time. You know what I'm saying? And Man of Steel, we find out like they abandoned their outpost. They didn't go to exploration. They just stayed on their home world and drained that bitch until it blew up. Yeah. See, I want Martian Manhunter. Like, I want to oh, yeah. see yeah. that. We want Harry Lennox to see that. Hey, and and what, what did he even Harry say? Harry Lennox put his tweet out today? Yeah. Nah. Oh, God, it was something like, uh, really, I don't know, basically, like, showing his uh, support for us. So, like, let's go. Lennox yeah. is all about it. Yeah. And what, Snyder shared a picture of it on Vero. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, what did Snyder say about it? Because I was just on the audio. I can't remember exactly what he said. But he said Watching them about, all or something see, like see, that? Well, he said, he said seeing Swan, he was like, is that Martian Manhunter or is that... Manhunter looking at so and so in a strange way. I can't remember exactly what he said whenever he was doing it, but he he I'm alluded to that. Trying to look back at my like, live yeah. tweets. Yeah, it looked I missed cool. I missed that part. I was in and out when he was like Me captured. Too. Like I said, I but uh, Harry Lennox tweeted out, uh, "Read the Justice League and the Snyder Cut. Things just things don't just happen. Things happen just." Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Could have said it better myself, yeah. Mr. Lennox. People, are, people. I've actually seen a lot of people question that Zach even planned for him to be Martian Manhunter, saying that mm-hmm. Zach just jumped on a fan theory and thought that was a good idea, but he has a storyboard of it, first of all. And second, he loves putting in those little Easter eggs. Like, I didn't even know that Krypton's moon was destroyed. The moon, by the first in, doomsday. Caused, yeah. By the first the ancient doomsday. Kryptonian deformity. Right. That was the ancient, the, 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 the ancient just, council decreed there shall never be another ancient deformity. And I just learned that. Just learned that during the watch awesome. party. That was awesome. So that was that was pretty cool 
to see and learn. And I just obviously think that he, the, when he stands up and goes towards that double-sided, one-sided mirror, and everybody else backs yes. away, but but Swansick, I think that that is just a clear indication that he was not as scared as the rest of them because he was superpowered. Yeah, he he. There was a couple of times I was looking back at the live tweets I was doing when he when Harry Lennox I think makes his first uh, parents is. Um, as his role, he says, yeah, that, there's Harry there. You know, what's his future? I'm kind of looking at his career path right now at that mm-hmm. point. And then at the end, he goes on and, yeah, where was it? Where was it looking? Um, you know, this guy's monitoring Superman. Is he really Is he really who he says he is? I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's another scene. There's another scene where, like, uh, God damn it, where they're in the interrogation room and they're looking in there. And it says something about an alien, and that it's the only shot that like, we see. If we see Swanwick on one side, we see Clark on the other, where they're talking through. Everybody else backs up. Swanwick holds his ground, and he goes in there, and he says something about an alien, and it flashes to Superman, and in the reflection is Superman, like it's playing all Linux. And I mean, like if you want to talk about some meaning shit in there, and we know that. I mean, whether people want to believe it or buy it or not, Zach does try to put meaning in those little threads into shit. Right. And yeah. it was almost like he was looking at an alien, like a reflection. They're both aliens from that. You know what I mean? And he's and uh, he's the first one that says turning Earth to Krypton or whatever. Like he knew the mother. Right. He he knew. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we were talking about earlier about did we feel like uh, Snyder gave away all his ammo? You know, uh, already about the movie. But I know that he said in the rewatch the other day of Man of Steel that he had, what, 200 Easter eggs at least? And I know that I've watched that movie 157,000 times, <laughs> and I haven't seen 200 Easter eggs. So uh, he's either lying or uh, probably exaggerating a little, I'm sure. But, uh, or there's a lot of stuff in there that even I just haven't seen yet, or I just you know overlooked whenever I saw it, which I'm sure there is. The so. second time somebody I like said Snyder was a liar. Like, I mean, just Jesus Christ. Well, I didn't say he was a liar. I just yeah. give it your shit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just, just to say, too, uh, I think, like I said with AT&T, I also think that we're going to get to see the air cut at some point because that's yeah, already so. done. That, I, don't, that, yes. I don't think it's so. It's done. I, I really do. So. Kind of, no. unfortunately, unfortunately for our pal Travis Snell, who don't want to see any more of Leto. No Joker. more Leto. But mm-hmm. I mean, to each their own. But I think that Ayer is definitely emboldened by what happened with Zach, too. Mm-hmm. I think that he's seen how the groundswell the, got him to do that. And that's going to cost a lot less than... Zach Snyder, it's already two, no two reasons. Well, won't they got to re-edit it, maybe. Two the reasons. Score's won't done happen. for it. Everything. Uh, there's two reasons it won't happen. One is because I think that the the Snyder cut coming out is great, but if you put that story out there and then you have the continuation of what the story was supposed to be, and then you follow it later with another story that was changed that was supposed to be in this in line with this story as well. You're going to open up a big can of worms for people wondering where the future is going. When we're they just, already did when, by when, doing when, Justice League. But we're just starting to get comfortable now. The DCEU is just starting to get its footing with fandom about where it's going and the direction it's going, and hey, you don't want to rock that boat. We're, and two, we're selling Jim Lee short. We are selling Jim Lee short because he obviously has a plan, and he is a crucial part of this getting done, this specifically getting done. Right. And we know that he called to see, can I get Ezra Miller in? to that crossover mm-hmm. he called and asked them and they said if you're asking and ezra miller wants to come do it absolutely and grant gusted it but, I, I do believe jim lee has some kind of plan and there's 
The, the, he knows the can of worms that was opened is what I'm getting at. But here's Greg? the thing. There, there is not nearly, not even close to the amount of desire sure. and push sure. for the air cut as there were for the, was the Snyder cut. Absolutely. So, I mean, no. I, I just don't think it's going to happen. You might want to yeah. tell AT&T and their Twitter handle about that because they've been doing an awful lot of air cut yeah, stuff have, okay. today. I, I, I would welcome it. I would not like be opposed to it. I, I just don't, I just don't see that. it happening. But Snail can kick it out. But, I'll with that. Give me it all day. The air yeah. cut. Watch that first trailer from Comic-Con back in, uh, what was that, 2015? Just watch that. Look look yeah, how different that is. Man, it's in. That's, that's I enjoyed the first two. Does, 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 well. does that mean we get a whole new Steppenwolf? Does that mean we get an entirely new Steppenwolf no. from the air no, 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 cut no, no, and no, from no, Justice no. League? No, no. Step, just, air, that was in concept only. He never put that in paper. That was in like yeah. the first draft, so and then it got happen. changed. Okay. The Steppenwolf yeah. and the Parademons. And that's okay. when it became the eyeball creatures and uh, the putties. Incubus. We'll call, we'll call them putties. So, does that. The putty. That control. leads me into my question. If we get the deleted scenes from Air's Suicide Squad, does that satisfy people? I I think so, Katie, because I think he did not okay. he did not edit that final cut of the movie. The people okay. who did the second trailer, that really awesome trailer, they mm-hmm. did the cut. They did the editing of his movie. He did not yes. like he he didn't have a role in that. So I think that they would put up his director's cut of the movie, which is not a big deal. I don't think that that is going to hurt. Just to the, let him re-edit it, or maybe his just, editor. I don't I don't know. Just you know, for more views, just for more content, because yes. they just yes. want more content. And, and no, you know what this so is? What it's I'm, good PR. It's good PR. They're going shit. These guys really are backing up what they say. Sorry, okay, that's uh, that's just like I think. No, so what I'm saying is, like, if you just put in, like, the extra features, like, on Disney+, Plus, how it has the extra features on there, like, if you just say, here's the deleted scenes. Okay. Okay. I think yeah. you may be able to do that as well, but I really think that they would put up a director's cut of Suicide right. Squad on I, the yeah. app. I'd rather watch deleted scenes in the movie than rather watch, like, after <laughs> the movie. <laughs> Me like, too. I'd rather see well, a different kind of the movie than watch, watch just deleted scenes, so... <laughs> I, I want just the Joker cut. I want nothing but the Joker to strung together so I give it, I can hey. mail Travis Snail on loop. I just want it to be nothing but Jared Leto's Joker. Minus the damage tattoo in the forehead, man. I love Jared Leto's Joker. So, and I can deal with the tattoo in the forehead. He's probably so. cussing me in the chat right He was now. okay. He didn't get a chance. In, he didn't get a fair yeah, chance. Yeah, I'm indifferent from what I saw. I'm just average sure. from what I saw. Sure. Well, uh... Y'all, we're about two hours into it now. First live show. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else mm-hmm. you want to say about Snyder Cut, or you want to uh, go uh, and start to conclude what we're doing here? Man, I'm so happy. Like, I can't get Nathan to stop talking about the Snyder Cut. It's validation. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? It's validation. No, you're right. It is. And it's like something we knew was gonna happen. Are we like? Let's just take our little small victory lap. Like we don't have to be dicks All about it. Good I'm taking a Let's take a big victory lap. <laughs> Huge victory lap. Buddy. Minus the global pandemic. Besides minus that, minus the pandemic. I'm still right. six feet away <laughs> from somebody when I'm taking my victory lap, so I'm mm-hmm. good. That's yeah. right. So, uh, all right, cool. Well, uh, y'all, it's been an awesome time tonight. We've had our first mm-hmm. live show. I thank everybody that's in the chat room for uh, coming and checking us out and having a little fun chat with us. We can try to keep up with you, but. Uh, Let's go ahead and start to sign off. Uh, Sarah, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MyLadyKitten. Um, basically, you'll just see a lot of photos of my dog and my kids, basically. <laughs> Always like fun to look at. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> T-Bone. 
Where can they find you, buddy? Find me on Twitter at Travis underscore 156. Drop me a line. We can chat about pretty much anything. Uh, DC, Marvel. Uh, last dance. Sports, last dance. <laughs> MJ, MJ, MJ <laughs> number one forever. Mm-hmm. MJ number one forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here we go. Here we Pippin go. Has, Pippin has a 60 voice according to Sarah. Here we go. It's that Arkansas draw, man. <laughs> but that Arkansas. Yeah. I, I did a uh, Stargirl review for the pilot and mm-hmm. superhero discussions, so uh, check that out. Uh, that's about it. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Chris, buddy, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Chris Balga. Uh, my show is World's Finest True Believers. You can find that at Twitter at Finest Believers. Uh, this on Monday, I drop my latest episode with Ray from Finest uh, Ray from uh, Fans Without Borders, DC TV Squadcast. We were looking at Cosmic Odyssey, mm-hmm. so Good. great little tale, four issue tale that we spent a lot of time delving into. It was a lot of fun. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Katie, where can they find you at? So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at kgelshop13. Uh, you can find my film podcast that I will be hosting for Geek Ultimate Alliance Podcast Network at Slice of Film 1. Same with the Star Wars podcast for the same network. You, that's Star Wars Alliance without the A in Wars. And then, of course, you can find all my reviews and everything at <laughs> SlicerScribbles.com. That was a hard yeah, account to find because I didn't know it was missing the A. I was like, what, what's going on? It's like, Star, so, Star Wars. Damn. So, so Twitter only allows you to have 15 characters mm. in a username. It screwed me to them. It's mind, one so. less. Yep. And I'm like, be original. Nathan, buddy, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me occasionally on Twitter at Wobbly Boots eighty five. Yeah. Where can they find you, Greg? Big like seventeen well, podcasts, a bunch of places. <laughs> well, they can also you find got any Greg podcast one night every week. Yeah, just about, just about, yeah. Well, Nathan, they can also find you at the Super Civil Servants Podcast at, at uh, SCS yeah. Podcast yes, one yes. on Twitter, where Nathan is that with me. And we, uh, but you can find me there too. Most of the time when I, when yeah. I have time. Yeah. Uh, you can find me there too. You can also find me at the Bad Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter for my individual account. Uh, I'm also doing a DC Ultimate Alliance podcast, which is going to be a really good time. Uh, part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance podcast network. You can find me on Tuesday nights live on YouTube, just like this. But there's about seventy times more people in the chat room because uh, on the C Three Panthers podcast and uh, nine o'clock every Tuesday night. Hey. But you know what? It's been an awesome time. This has been the first live show we've ever done. I can't I believe I made it back work. Around it. Yeah, good. I got to circle back around then. I forgot to make a two plugs. One, I guess, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Alliance. No, Slacker. Mr. Snell and myself. But also, I promised to give a plug to, uh, I was a guest on the Batman Book Club this week, uh, hosted by Ryan Lauer. Uh, we're looking at the one of Zack Snyder's uh, excuse me not Zack Snyder Scott's Scott's the Black Mirror awesome Batman tale oh, awesome gosh. awesome Batman tale Good oh, Good that's, that's a great podcast Chris Black Mirror okay never mind and a honorable mention I want to go ahead and say my boy the legendary bearded geek is in the chat room right now he has his own podcast he does the same kind of thing we do by himself Awesome, fun show to listen to. Check it out and get a chance. Huh? Also, it's really fun to go into C3 
Panthers podcast chat and just write in MJ as the MJ as the goat. This was very fun at times. Just, just you know, just throw it out there. Well, hey, I wanted to bring up real quick that we didn't know exactly how it was going to work out live tonight. This is kind of our first test show. We're probably going to run like this for the rest of the way out. And we have a fan giveaway. We're going to start with next week, and I think next week's probably going to be the only qualifying week. And uh, it's going to be basically check out the show, mention something in the chat. Give it a like, mm-hmm. give it a share, and you're entered in the contest. Chris, you have the list of books with you right now. Go if, ahead and go through the list. If of you want to go to the front of the line, just send nudes, and I mean, you get, you get oh. front of the line. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that is at wobblyboots85 yeah. on Twitter. But uh, go ahead, Chris. Tell them what they get. Oh yeah, I'm looking at them right now. We've got a couple of hard hard bounds. We've got Arkham Asylum, fifteenth uh, anniversary. We've got the Dark Knight Master Race with the Last Crusade uh, prequel to it. We've got volumes one through three of Criminal. We've got volumes one through four. This is a full run of Batman, Batman Black and White. Um, we have Hardbound of I Batman. Bring color into it. <laughs> just some reading the title. <laughs> Batman White Knight, Sean Murphy. That's um, that awesome, awesome yeah. classic. Uh, Tales of the Demon, Justice League of America, The Nail, uh, awesome Elseworlds tale, and this mm-hmm. lovely new edition, Saga. The full run of Saga is currently in one through fifty-four. If you like Star Wars and you want a no holds bar look at Star Wars, uh, this is a very much comparable Star Wars, but with. Uh, Basically, the seatbelts off. We're going. We're going full scale. This is an amazing, amazing tale. So all those are up for grabs. Yes, sir. So what we're gonna do, like I said, is uh, meet that criteria. I'll tweet it out later too, so you know. And uh, we'll put your name in a hat. We'll draw one out. We'll you pick whatever book you want to, and then we'll keep going until we get rid of all those books. But uh, y'all, it's been an awesome time. It's been really cool being online. It's actually really crazy looking at. One screen where I see y'all live, and then one screen where I see y'all about nine seconds behind that. <laughs> so I gotta pay attention to that, but uh, it's pretty fun. But uh, I guess it's all part of doing the uh, the live show. So uh, I'm out until next week. Y'all have a great evening. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Zack Snyder's oh Justice League is real. There you go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Suck it, bitches. Oh, sorry. I mean, have a good night. Have a good night. He couldn't help it. Cyborg's dying words. Cyborg's dying words. I love it. Cyborg's dying words. That's right. That's right. That's right. Later, y'all.